0: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests... I'm a ghost squad. Welcome to the Armed Citizen Podcast live. This is episode number 291. We are live as always on YouTube. We're also trying a little bit now that Elon's kind of got control of the Twitter sphere. Uh, the cesspool that is Twitter. We're going to try it out. We are live on Twitter as well. So if you're out there in either one of those, uh, go ahead and send something in the live chat. We don't know that you're out there unless you do. If you want to text into the chat, yes, you can text into the chat. Send us your questions via the Ghost Tactical Hotline presented by our good friends Rod and Shelley Gates at Aegis Gun Care. That phone number is 530-364-4678. It's scrolling down below. And go check out AegisGunCare.com. If you're a veteran, really anyone, but especially if you're a veteran and you're in that hole, you're in the darkness, and you're looking for that light, call me, text me, email me. 24-7, I cannot give you medical advice because I'd probably be a decent ear to talk you through some stuff. More importantly, I can listen to what you need to say. Uh, if you are looking for someone that can get you towards some medical attention, remember two things. One, you are not alone in this fight. You have a lot of brothers out here that are willing and able to help you in any way possible. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So utilize the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255, veterans, press the number one. We are proud members of the Rapid Fire Radio Network and the Self-Defense Radio Network, so go check out all your favorite Pro Gun, Pro A podcasts over at rapidfireradio.us and selfdefenseradio.net. While you're over at Rapid Fire Radio, go check out Cape Gunworks, good friends of the channel. I uh, got some really cool stuff over there. Let them know that we sent you over there. Uh, as always, we're spotlighting the United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on who, who and what it takes to earn the title of the United States Marine, see the website marines.com. Let's take this off of my ugly mug and bring in our esteemed, esteemed guest for tonight. Obviously, we got Ride and Shotgun, as always, with us, the, uh, the man who's definitely a big deal especially over in turkey so he says we'll let him we'll let him have his little limelight the tactical virus from texas i mean uh leprechaun from texas what's up clover yo yo so you got a shotgun of the week for us bro
1: i don't have a shotgun of the week but but it's shotgun related right okay well let's let's go it's shotgun adjacent so you know we've been playing around with the, some Amazon stuff and everything lately, right? yeah And uh was going through some of my flashlights, big streamlight fan of course, and and uh they make one called the TL racker. Have you seen this thing? No. It is a pump for the uh the five hundred, five nineties and then the eight seventies with the built in streamlight flashlight. Really? Yeah oh yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah, yeah it's sweet. I, you guys know that.
1: called uh, The TL Racker Tango Lima. That's, that's, that's
0: to that, that's to go on specifically a pump action, I guess.
1: Yeah, it replaces the the handguard, the forend, the pump. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Yeah. Not an attached, not a
0: lot you attach. It'd be interesting for you if it works with the grip. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it doesn't. It's, um, it's your standard improper way to shoot hand guard. Yeah. Yes. Just your traditional palm under, Right. Yeah. but it is cool. I've seen these before. Yeah.
0: Woods out there says, take my money. <laughs> there you go.
2: I mean, all they got to do is just add some M-lock or Picatinny on that bottom part and
0: now, is that something oh, yeah. that you could probably drill in some Picatinny on the side? I mean, obviously, it wouldn't be stock, but it could work, maybe. I don't know.
1: Yeah, you could. You could attach a Picatinny to it. Yeah. Sure. yeah. There's a flat. If I remember correctly, there's a flat spot there on either side. So. Yeah. Now, I don't know if when you put the, the rocker grip, if it would get in the way of the barrel or something weird, but it shouldn't. It should be okay. Yeah. Son,
2: I got it. I got it in my
1: in my cart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there
2: you
0: go. Me too. Uh, Market
2: research. Market research.
0: And here's the thing: you never know. Like you get it in there, you play around a little bit, reach out to the Streamlight R&B guys, and say, "Hey, I've been messing around with this. Maybe figuring out a way to attach some Picatinny on the side. It, it only has to be an inch or two. You know, it doesn't have to be a lot. Just sign yeah. lock
1: in it." Right
0: or like, M-Lock. just do an MLOC. Yeah, absolutely. Anything. because I
2: mean, I'm I'm running the um the uh magpole, the moe forends on the Mossbergs, and that they, you you just throw that that moe pick rail piece of pick on there, and you throw the grip right on
0: it. Uh, no problem. Yeah, interesting. I love what Streamlight's doing. they're good people, good company. Um. Are there, are there better lights out there? Of course. They're not the end-all, be-all, but I'll put it to you this way. I would be willing to put up value of quality versus the buck you're paying. I'd put Streamlight up against anything out there for sure.
2: I prefer Streamlight. You saw that post I did um, a couple weeks yeah. ago where I got – you found that Yeah,
0: tail cap I found tail. that.
2: Yeah, that's right. You found a tail cap. Dude, that thing is legit, so now we have the option with the Riker Control – with the Surefire tail cap, uh, and I think I did it. And basically, you could do, from start to finish, you'd be under 200 bucks.
0: Um, Can you utilize the Streamlight cable, or does it have to be the Surefire cable with that tail No, cap? so
2: you buy the Surefire tail cap. Yeah. That's what that whole Ariasca connector was for. Yeah. And then you put the Ariasca onto the uh, the Streamlight.
0: Yeah. So that whole problem. You the pressure in. pad in the connection from Surefire. Connection <laughs> from the
2: control is a Surefire uh, plug in. There so you go. Right in. Actually, I have yeah. it on. I got it right here. I think.
0: Yeah, because I use the. Uh, the SureFire cable, I didn't even try to see if the uh, connection from the, sure, the Streamlight would work into that, but I just went ahead and used my No, sure- it won't
2: because the Streamlight is has yeah. that proprietary tail cap. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: But yeah, you can get so. cables on their own if you needed a, a cable from Sure SureFire cable and pressure yeah. pad. You can get those individually. Well, you, could so sure. use, you,
2: just, you could just use a Riker Control single-lead light option. I mean, I'm just saying.
0: That's right. That's right. No, exactly. And that's what I'm saying is, is, is if you're if you're looking for something, and and that was a cool thing. That's why I found that. That's why I texted you, and I was like, bro, like, because you and I we talked already before. We're both Streamlight fans. Yeah, but there's absolutely. really no way to until maybe Gen two or Gen three comes out of the Riker grip, maybe to implement that. But now there's a way to use that Surefire control with a Streamlight, and you're golden.
2: Well, dude. So, right. so so since you know you you and Clover started on shotguns. Yeah, this was given to me not too long ago. I've been waiting on this for a while. This is the Black Aces Tactical Bullpup Pro, left-handed yeah. model. So the brass. So you no don't
0: hit the face anymore.
2: anymore. It no longer ejects into my my beautiful <laughs> smile, right? Um. So I've got the I've got the record control on here, but what we found out is this is an older um, Insight light. So this is a white light off or IR option, but it uses yeah. type connector. So we have the um this is the single lead laser option for the control, for yeah. control light and then we also found out that majority of all of the Hollow Sun lights uh, laser combinations take yeah. the train connector so we um we're gonna be offering a package pretty soon on the website wow. with all of that so you're just all encompassing yeah. but uh, yeah
0: and yeah I've been looking at the black cases their- been talking with with them a little bit um they've got a distressed bronze that is that is that what that is okay bro like well, dude
2: this is this is the old one yeah yeah I, ju- I just got sent like 20 minutes before we got on here the picture yeah. of the new updated one yeah oh my god. yeah it's All it's all emlock it's lower profile it's lighter yeah it's legit
0: Interesting.
2: Um, and then do they've got their their new ar shotguns are coming out they redesigned yeah. their they're so much better and like, we just shot those not too long ago and the ak's I'm, I'm sorry not the ak's but um they have a saw damn it scar they have a scar
0: oh it's a still <laughs> uh, uh, bad, badass a saw yeah. would be amazing but uh yeah I think even Clover would get into a scar or a saw uh, shotgun.
2: A saw shotgun, that would be. That
0: epic. would be amazing. <laughs>
2: it would be a baby, a baby uh, Ma Deuce.
0: So yeah, so one of the coolest things I saw at at NRA uh, and Clover was there too, and we saw it over at the uh, Umarex, uh, the big airsoft company. They had a 240 Bravo airsoft. Thirteen rounds per minute, 4,500 capacity. Can you imagine just going to an airsoft match with that bad boy? (laughs) Say, bring it. Just that'd be amazing. They could do some cool stuff. Airsoft. I look
2: forward to getting into airsoft in a few years when my son's older.
0: Oh, i would be man. Oh my god.
2: Well, I know, I know, I'm gonna totally geek out in that in that arena
0: you can geek out, and you can spend a lot of money in that arena as well, but it's cool as hell. Yeah. But, and the great thing about them is they're great training aids. I mean, you know, you can utilize those training inside, you know, the basement or whatever. And so you know.
2: I did a podcast, man, like four years ago, and yeah. it was this guy. I can't remember the name of it. It was these guys that were airsofters, yeah. and they had found my grip, and they were all running it. And the guy really? was like, hey, man, he's like, so what what is, what is your what are your thoughts on airsoft?" And I was like and I was like, I will tell you is that my thoughts on aerosol have changed. Um, yeah. I said initially I kind of thought like, oh, man, this is like, eh, you know, like little cheesy. But then I started thinking about it and I'm like, you know, when I was a kid, we were shooting each other with CO2 Crossman BB guns in the summertime, putting our winter clothes on for armor. Right. Yep. And, and shop goggles. Right. And
0: well, I'm like, we use ski goggles. Yeah. And I, I'm, goggles. I'm, there,
2: I'm like, I would have totally have been been an aerosolter as a kid. And yeah. He's like, well, he, so this kid, he's like, well, we live in Long Island. And he's uh, like, and he's like, so all of our airsoft guns match our real guns and we can train all the all day long on Long Island yep. with the aerosol. He goes, but we travel like his little crew. So they go yeah. like three times a year, they travel outside of New York and go and travel places and do training real, uh, real guns. Yeah. And and, uh, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it kind of made me think of Braveheart. When, yeah. Like, they said they can't use weapons. So they started going primitive, throwing rocks, making spears and stuff like that. So it's just interesting. Um, but, yeah, I, I think the Airsoft network uh, market is it's awesome.
0: It is awesome, uh, and they make some cool-ass shit now, uh, Airsoft. And as an instructor, I mean, that, that's great for you to, be able to tell your, your students, hey, you know, you, you shoot a Glock 19, great. You can go buy an Airsoft that's a Glock 19 that fits your holster. It's the same weight. It, it, it manipulates a slide the same way, and you can get a lot of practice in without spending a lot of money on ammo and going to the range. If you don't have a range close to you, Airsofts keep your skill set up you know and, and i think that that's where a lot of people never thought about it until it last probably 10 years you know
2: yeah yeah you know and like so balahack airsoft in virginia beach huge they're yeah. huge huge training facility they carry our product in sns airsoft down in georgia uh, yeah. also another g- phenomenal indoor facility and just like a high-end shop uh you know on that side of things they carry our stuff also
0: yeah, like a, i mean like a, an aerosol like shoot house type stuff
2: um dude they have that. it's uh it's called speed cqb it's it's insane it's like really? it's just spray spray and move to cover um really crazy it's fast and then they have the whole on battlefield. They have like a helo in there and some crashed cars and stuff. It is awesome.
0: This is in Georgia or South Carolina.
2: one that, that's the one in Georgia. It's SS Aerosoft. Bro. Um, it is awesome. We did an event there and um there was a Call of Duty event. So we had <clears throat> um Aaron who's Ghost in there and we had uh Rudy and um Jade and Alexandra all there. Yeah. And um, all the kids got to go and play Airsoft with the, their their favorite Call of Duty character, which is, was also super cool yeah. to see. The network, like, these kids would walk up, and they were like, they're like, hey, what's up, how are you? And he's like, yeah, and he's like, you know, what's your name? He's like, I'm Shadow. And I'm like, Sh- that's your name? Yes, that's my name. And so, like, they, they were full-on in character.
0: They were, they were like, in character. When they
2: had their little, like, gear on, no, they had, that was like their persona, and I was like, this is so um it was hilarious but uh, it was was good and it was just like it's healthy
0: yeah i've got a kid that works for me that plays a lot of call of duty and and i guess he had found um videos and stuff and pictures with me and jade and he was like you know her and i was like yeah he goes isn't she so-and-so on call of duty and i was like yeah he's like holy cow he was like was like you know a call of duty person i was like yeah i know two lamb i know Jade, you know i know there's several of them that i am not a great friend of, but i know yeah. them. and he was like that's crazy i'm like they're just people man you know but it is pretty cool when you start seeing those guys when they're in character that'd be pretty cool to have them like full on in character that'd be and they're pretty kids
2: scary. they're kids they're yeah. like 12 years old like yeah they're like that's walking crazy. around like, they're like sizing you up looking at you like
0: you're the real one, but <laughs> it's fine. So I tell you? You brought up Braveheart, and we'll get into the show here, guys, in a little bit. But this will kind of what we do: have fun. But did I ever tell you my Braveheart story? I think I might have told you. Nah. I was an Okie. I was an Oki, bro, when it came out, and we had just gotten. Dumb school. Yeah, so I had just gotten back from Africa, and they had it on the Hanson Theater, you know that little crappy ass theater at Hanson, and. So they brought us all in and all that and let us in for free and all of that. And can you imagine Braveheart with 300 Marines that had just gotten back from somewhere in everything's running high and all of that. I think they probably had to shut down that theater for about a week to clean up and and fix everything. Cause that, that place was, everyone was just going nuts. And it was, it was the coolest movie experience I've ever had was watching Braveheart at Hanson two days after we got back. And it was kind of like letting us kind of let some steam out and all that, I guess, but it was insane. The coolest movie to watch on a military base has got to be Braveheart. Like it was awesome. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, they uh, it was fun. All right, before we get going to the stuff, guys, you guys, every Thursday, Saturday, and Monday, we're in our YouTube community tab. We have our, our pony polls, our Anderson manufacturing pony polls. Um, we have a little fun with them. Let's go through. We're going to bring Ron in and Clover in and all that. Uh, this is from yesterday. It's got 1.7 thousand votes. What would you rather have, Ron? A full time maid? A personal chef, a full-time nanny, or a personal driver?
2: Personal chef.
0: Personal chef. Same here. Um, that's just my –
2: Yeah, we homeschool my son. I don't need someone else raising my kid. There you uh, go. I like I like to drive.
0: Yeah, same uh, here.
2: And I, uh, and I don't even know oh, – a maid now. Maid? No, but having a chef, having meal prep and all that stuff, man, that's a time saver.
0: That is so, a time man, you know, On top of that, you have to worry about going to the grocery store because they'll go do the grocery shopping also. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Chef all day. All day. Clove, what about you? I'd probably go maid. me, <laughs>
1: Yeah. I hate washing clothes, man. I hate washing dishes. Yeah, I don't like cleaning. I'm not
0: gonna lie, a lot of the comments were hilarious, and most of them were I was like my wife. I'm like, damn, dude. I'm not gonna <laughs> Damn.
1: <laughs> well, that's uh, another perk is you know that would that would probably a maid would probably help my wife out the most too. So Yeah.
0: Or you could help her out. Well, well. you've already said that you hate that stuff, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you but but you do it when uh, you have to. Oh, I understand. Uh forty seven percent say personal chef. say full-time maid, 9% say a personal driver, and a full-time nanny says 4%. You know, I I think that the nanny idea sounds cool, but eventually, like you said, that's just kind of, like, strange to have someone raising your kid. You know, it's like, eh, it gets weird after a little bit. Maybe a, a babysitter, like when you go on a trip or something, having someone to, you know, so you guys can have fun. But a, a full time like nanny, I don't, I don't I don't I don't I don't want someone weird in my house raising my kid. That's just me. Um, but that's what, just what me. was
2: that that movie with uh, Rebecca de Mornay um where she came in as the nanny?
0: Oh, the, the one went crazy.
2: And the other kid, yeah. Yes. Her her husband was killed by her the that family in a drunk driving. accident. to
0: stuff. make her kids hers and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that movie. That was a great movie. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, next question was Saturday. One point seven thousand votes. Of these, of these, which is the best PCC? Beretta CX4 Storm, the Xtar EP9, a High Point Carbine, or the Keltec Sub 2000. Ron, do you have a preference of those four?
2: Well, I actually have a CX4 Storm. So do I. And I got it It as a few years ago. A buddy of mine came back from Beretta Armors course, and he had like that, you know, this awesome deal. And he showed me that rifle. I was like, "Yo, this is cool." Yeah. Um, so I got it. It was it, it, it for specific reason. Well, um, it was a, it was $185 when we got for, through his deal. So that was awesome on that.
0: Oops, got it. Takes,
2: golly. It takes the same mags as the 92, the Beretta 92. So you yep. can run 15 or 30 round mags in it. And so I started looking at it as like, okay, well, I now have that set up. That's now a pistol belt rifle combination setup. So that uses two weapon systems that use the same magazine, the same same caliber ammo. So yep. I have the most experience with the CX-4 Storm. I use it in um, a lot of my carbine classes. Uh, it has yep. that it has that built-in Picatinny on the front, so we throw a grip right on it.
0: Absolutely. And,
2: um, dude, the gun is solid, man. It's, it's
0: I, solid. A lot of people shit on it. I've never had a problem with it. They mine. don't make it anymore. Yeah, Um, I got mine, I don't know, golly, five, six years ago, seven years ago. eight I don't know. It's been a while. It was when the CZ Scorpion kind of just first came out, and I had that. And I had a guy ask, hey, you're a Beretta guy. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, I got the uh, the CX-4 and the PX-4, the pistol version, and, and and the subcompact. And he goes, blah, 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 asked if I'd be interested in a trade. So I traded him my CZ Scorpion. For the CX4 and the PX4, I think I got a pretty good deal on that. Uh, and I've never had a problem with the cs 4 A lot of people don't like them. I think they look cool as hell, but I've never had an issue with them. Are they the best thing in the world? No, but they're they're, they're exactly what you need. Um, yeah, you know, they're gonna and go back.
2: Like it's fully, um, uh, it, it, you can make it. It's ambidextrous. So
0: yeah, absolutely. Everything.
2: Such- so it ejects mm-hmm. left or right. You can change the charging handle around. You can change the safety around. Uh, it, it's, uh, I actually thought it was pretty smart that again, being a lefty, you know, those, those little things like that are appealing to me. So,
0: you know, you're just weird. You have that weirdness about you that you have to think about shit like that, that most normal people don't have to worry about getting hit in the face with brass, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> real quick, a, a shout out to mandatory care. They're my favorite coastie. Uh, $6 Super Chats says, keep fighting. We'll always, you guys know that we do not encourage nor ask for them, but all know that all Super Chats go to send in care packages downrange to our men and women over there. So, uh, thank you for that mandatory carry. We will always keep fighting. Uh, Clover, of those four PCCs, do you have a, a favorite?
1: I'd probably go Beretta because it's it's just in a different class than all the other ones. Yep. That alone, yep. right? I mean,
0: yep. You know, and, and, and here's the thing. I, I, I'm a Beretta guy, obviously. Um, I will say this, and I said this a lot, and, and Clover, you said it a lot, and Ron, I don't know if you've had ex- much experience with the high-point carbines. Say what you guys want to about high-point, and there's a lot to be said, um, but the carbines, if you haven't, and haven't had any experience shooting a high-point carbine, experience one. They're actually really good. Are they a little bit on the heavy side? Yeah, they're they're high point. They're going to be a little bit heavy. But they are actually phenomenal carbines. And for 250 bucks, I would never have a problem telling someone, if you're looking to get into a PCC and you have 250 you literally cannot go wrong with the high point. They are really actually pretty good.
1: So the, the high point, the X-Star was on there. What was the other one?
0: Uh, sub two thousand.
1: Sub two thousand. So the Beretta, interestingly enough, is the only one I don't own. Now my High Point looks what? like a Beretta. Um,
0: oh, do you have the 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 stock conversion thing?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the first gen 995 where they made the Beretta Storm style stock. Um, and there's nothing wrong. So I own all three of those other ones. There's nothing wrong with those. They're good. No, they're no, good no in the uh, but you know, I mean, it's Beretta versus. <laughs> small companies, right? Exactly.
0: Um, wow. By the way, uh, someone came out earlier. Daniel got us my judge. The hand that rocks the cradle. The Rebecca D. Moore name That you. was
2: it. Yes.
0: That's yeah. it. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. That's the one. Um, 1. 1.7 thousand votes. 52% say the Xtar EP9 Twenty-six percent say the CX-4, thirteen percent say the the sub-two thousand, and nine percent say the high point. It is what it is. Yeah, sound now, me
1: like sound me like an awful lot of people don't want really to admit stuff there, but uh,
0: there's a lot of people that either haven't tried it because it's high point, <laughs> yeah. or won't admit that they like the high point. Um, I don't think the high points the best one on the list, but it definitely isn't the worst one on the list. I'm just going to say that. Uh <laughs> The last the last one we put out last Thursday's got 1.7 votes. I had some fun with this one. I got a lot of anger in the comments with this, uh, which I expected. And I'm not saying that I want any of these fools to be the president. I just thought it would be fun. Of these, who would you like to see run for president? Dave Chappelle Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, Kevin Hart, or Snoop Dogg. Of those four, would you rather have it if if one of us said they were gonna run for president, which one not saying you'd vote for him, but which one would you like to see run for it? Ron, you got a preference on any of those?
2: Chappelle, man. Chappelle all day.
0: The GOAT. The goat. Absolutely. Uh,
2: the Rock the Rock is the Rock came out and supported Biden. He's deep state.
0: Oh, did he really? I didn't know. And I that.
2: I saw a thing where there's like a three billion dollar sexual assault lawsuit from the WWE getting launched against him right now. Really? I yeah, I haven't seen anything else on it. I saw his article, read it quickly, and then it was gone. And um
0: funny how that happens.
2: <laughs> yeah. Kevin Kevin Hart's funny, but you couldn't you couldn't take him serious. And Snoop Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg again is also he came out and was you know pro Biden and all that stuff so I, I i trust their um i don't trust their judgment whereas chappelle calls it he he's right down the middle yeah nobody's nobody have, nobody's you, have you
0: ever seen his have you ever seen his bit um buying a shotgun
2: yeah, it's hilarious
0: oh. yes. <laughs> This one will pepper him up, but it won't this one will kill a man.
1: <laughs> that one won't, won't kill a man.
0: That one won't kill me. It'll pepper him up. <laughs> that was great. Um uh, the poll, one point seven thousand votes, fifty four percent. Oh, I'm sorry, Clover. Uh of those four, do you have a, a preference?
1: Chappelle, yeah.
0: I figured that 54% of the votes were correct. And let's say Dave Chappelle 26 said the rock 15 said Snoop and five said Kevin Hart. I think the thing about Kevin Hart is people are just, they don't like short people. And I, I am offended by that. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, those are our pony polls. Go check out Anderson Say thanks for uh, taking care of the pony poles, uh, Clove. Um, I know that you've got uh, you had a question for Ron, so yeah, yeah, go yeah. for
1: it. So how's the bow, Ron? uh
0: we were just talking about that.
1: <laughs> it's good. I was doing it today. I mean, I've seen that back there, and I remember it come apart on you and whatever. So, so you
2: lost
0: the arrow. Know. Yeah.
2: So what, so what happened
0: is I had the wrong side quiver on oh, real quick, Real quick, real quick. I want to kind of get some context. So all of us were staying in a house together last year in South Carolina for the gathering, me and Ron, Clover, Danny, and Josh. Ron went out to the front yard. It had been raining literally all week. It was just a sloppy mess. Ron went out to the front yard, was getting some bow work in, had a target and all that, and he shot one, and it went, like, crazy. And we spent, like, literally an hour, all of us, like, combing the area for this arrow we never did find it so there's a context to this anyways
2: so it ended up my my string snapped. so it was it was the same effect as dry fire a bow which you don't do but yeah clover so what my bow the one who figured it out because the old the side quiver i had on there um when i set it down on the stand on the ground the knocks were below the bottom cam and they were getting mud in them and when, oh. when I did it, when I sat, sat, the, uh, when I, when I put the knock on, it didn't fully see <clears throat> yep. I hit a point of resistance and that's what did it. That's what made me, it gave you the same effect as a dry fire. And my bow tech was like, he's like, Hey man, he's like, did the other arrow you shoot have mud in it? And I was like, well, it was sitting on the ground. I picked it up and I put it in. He goes, he goes, I guarantee you that that knock had mud in it. This is what happened. Yep. And it just yeah. launched, and and it goes, and that's why you didn't find arrow because it's probably like in a tree somewhere. Yeah. So, no telling. Um, yeah. yeah, man. But no, I took Use it in. I got difference. it fixed. It, the, the, that Matthews, that Matthews B3X, there's no damage. I mean, it's a lifetime warranty on it and everything. Um, Now I've since shot it so much, I've had to have my cams replaced. I blew the ball bearings out in in uh, like in uh, thirteen months. Had to get wow. my cams replaced. Um, and uh, but I shoot a lot, and uh, but yeah, man, no, the bows, it's it's dead on.
0: So, from speaking from complete ignorance, like literally the only time I ever shot a bow and arrow was like in youth camp at like eight years old when they you shoot like the little Walmart ones. So, I literally have no experience with bows. You said something a second ago, it's like dry firing. And the way you made that sound, that's not a good thing with bows. Is that a bad thing? Okay. I'm, just kidding. I'm completely ignorant on here. Don't laugh at me, you fucker. I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. So my,
2: my wife, we got yes. her her bow is also up there next to mine. We got her bow and she had her friend over there and she was showing her how to pull it pull the bow back. And she pulled it back. She goes, Yeah, you just pull it back like this, and then you hit the release, and she dry fired her bow and the strings popped off hers wasn't that bad because she's only pulling like 40 pounds um yeah. I, i'm pulling 70 and dude that's a lot of force coming forward on it um but no it was fine we just went and got hers got it restrung everything was fine and she didn't know you weren't supposed to dry fire a bow either but uh yeah man it's just uh it's just the way it's designed
0: yeah i i, I never you know
1: go ahead dry fire is backwards with the bow backwards in firearms and also Adjusting your sights is backwards. Yeah, be- because uh, the sight on a bow is equivalent to the front sight on your firearm, not the rear. Your eye would be the rear. Oh, uh, um, so it's backwards.
0: I got you. Yeah.
2: So if you're now, aiming, if you're aiming right, move your you sight right.
0: right instead of going left.
2: Right.
0: <clears throat> yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
2: It it, it, t- it takes a minute.
0: <laughs> i'm not very smart first of all you know <laughs> uh now we were talking before the show and, and i know it's not really nothing to do with anything but you had some really cool f- buddies of yours that uh send you some sight pictures for your classes one of them uh was was gun but also you had um some bow sights uh which i think is kind of cool want we to show those a little bit
2: so training, training sites.com site. another marine uh own company and i tell you i've been using these for probably two years and we were using them and then it turns out that he's actually one of you know from from the marshal community yeah. um but they have these these are awesome if you're a firearms instructor you're trying to teach somebody how to shoot this is like a really good visual learner to help them understand accuracy and what you could be doing incorrectly um you know instant feedback on the range the other thing he just came out with which is absolutely brilliant especially if you're any type of firearms instructor and you're getting in front of a lot of um novice people he's got these little cards with your four basic um firearm safety rules and then on the back side you have your marksmanship fundamentals you know breaking it down for you uh you know stance grip all that and then giving you some examples of proper sight alignment sight picture right and then the other thing he just released and it's funny is i got the email and it and he called me and he was like, dude, he goes, those weren't supposed to be live. And what they've recently done, now they have all kinds of sites. They have red dot sites, holographic sites, they've got oh, wow. cool. uh, crosshairs, they've got everything. They've got mills, it's it's incredible what he's come up with. But they now have the bow site. So you have your peep site right here, and then they have the option like one pin, three pin and five pin, uh, so you can go. So now the cool thing is like this is, this is set up for a right-handed shooter, and if you want to be technical, it doesn't really matter, but this is now set up for a left-handed shooter.
1: Oh, so gotcha.
0: You
2: line it up. Boom. There you go. So, yeah, this is trainingsites.com, another, uh, a veteran-owned company. And, um, their stuff is awesome. I, I, I can't recommend it enough. It is such a solid, just simple training tool. Um, yeah. and you're mm-hmm. even seeing it. It's funny as you look on their website, you're even seeing, um, the Marine Corps, or not yeah, the Marine Corps, uh, marksmanship. Team and Marksmanship Program is using them.
0: Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> um, all right. Let's get into the topic tonight is the reason why I went with this is, is there's a lot of people that we talk about home defense plans and all of that, whether it's your family or just you or whatever. And we talk a little bit about the execution on how to actually execute a home defense plan, whether it's a one person, uh, you got your whole family involved, whatever that is. But lost in a lot of the discussion on the home defense plan is how to develop one. And we're going to talk probably more about the development side because there's a lot of factors that go into a home defense plan. You have a lot of different variables that you have to, to think about. You're talking about, is this a burglary? Is this an attack? How many people are there? Um, the threat assessment. Um, are are how many attackers are there? Are there weapons involved? All of this stuff, and each one of these has a different way of maybe developing and a different home defense plan. Uh, so before we really dive deep into how to develop that plan with Ron being uh, a a firearms instructor and and teaching classes. And I'm sure home defense plans come up a lot and at least questions and classes and all of that, whether it's a CQB class or just a regular firearms class. A lot of people are getting into firearms for self slash home defense. Um, I want to bring Ron in real quick and say, you know, I was talking about some of the variables that you have to kind of look at before you even start writing down or developing that plan, uh, for you and your family, or maybe for some of your students, what are some of the variables that you take into consideration when deciding what kind of plan you're trying to get into?
2: So, I teach a Situation Awareness Seminar, and in that, talk about security and layers. And, you know, Cooper's Color Chart, and just just remaining situationally aware. The first thing you yep. can do is that is keep your face out of your phone, keep your head up, and your eyes open and observing, just constantly looking around. <clears throat> know where you are, know where you're going,
0: know where exits are, where, where, where all that stuff. Route. Yeah. Yep.
2: Now, when it comes to like the home, <clears throat> it can it's real easy to um, go absolutely overboard too fast and spend too much money. And so what you need to do is just you gotta make a list and do things in phases. See what you you know you move into a house and see what the house already has. Okay. All right. So do you, that, is there a pre existing alarm? Do I need an alarm? What are the locks? Um I'm my dad brought me up a different way and you know any we didn't move much, but anytime like we moved we changed the locks um you know we changed all the locks in the house like he's just he was ruined and just taking away all you know all possibility um so change the locks there's an investment there now i will say this is most people will put the regular lock on their door and their deadbolt right on top of it all right yeah. i don't do that i nope. do i do three locks um one one is eye level one is center level and one is knee level and what okay. i did with that is and it's funny is my buddy who's a fireman came over he goes you know how hard it would be for a fireman to get into this house i'm like i'm not real worried about that that's not my concern right. you know the other, right. thing, other thing too you can do is like you can always like replace the screws in your hinges try to get yeah. like two and three like the three
0: inch screws oh, ones yeah, yeah.
2: And there's a couple companies out there that sell these like for, these like little add-ons that you can put into your door frames that re- that enforce your door frames and make them um, actually make them stronger. So, you know, there's the first thing there. You know, you go security in layers. Right. Yep. Fence. Do you have a fence? Right. OK. Have a fence. You don't have a fence. Cameras. Right. Cameras are great. Now, here's the cool thing because I've actually done this for, for a couple businesses and some houses around town. Amazon, you can buy a fake surveillance camera and put it up Ooh. and it'll have
0: a red blinking light. It has on a it. red light and everything. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're not, they're <laughs> not expensive.
2: So You can go ahead and you can have like two real cameras, but make it look like you got 50 cameras around on this property. That, that in itself is a deterrent. That's it. You might be able to defeat one camera. You're not going to defeat multiple. And then shit. Well, maybe maybe it's one of them is fake. Well, which one is, which, you Good know, point. so. Um, so there's an option there. Lights, like motion lights. Those are good. Um, I uh, we keep our lights on like front okay. yard, backyard. Our lights stay on. I'm not oh, you're, letting you your
0: exterior, look. your exterior, exterior, light. exterior, yeah. exterior yeah.
2: lights. I'm not even letting you walk on my property. You're you're yeah. lit up right Absolutely. now. And how this 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 theory proved to be very valuable. A couple years ago was actually on the Marine Corps birthday. Some dirt bags around the corner. Started at about 1145 at night and these guys did about a mile just pulling on door handles, went all the way through through three neighborhoods, really? finished, finished at my neighbor's house across the street. And we have people calling us and everything like that. And we're like, they're like, did you guys have everything broken into? It was like, no, because we also have a routine that we do at the end of the day. And I'll get to that. But we go back and sure enough, we had our lights on on our house and all my neighbors had their lights off and you see this dude stumble across going to my neighbor's car uh, across the street they weren't home they were out of town then it's like 4 30 in the four m- 4 405 in the morning he goes into the other car and he and he freaking took a nap for like 30 minutes and then wakes up and you see him like running out of the car like right before like five o'clock wow. um, but they caught they caught the dude and everything like that but my lights were on he didn't even he didn't even when he left my neighbor to the other side, he didn't, even look at, didn't even look at our house. Yep. You know, so these are these are the things. These are the deterrents. This is keeping your head up. This is keeping your head, your face out of your phone. Additional locks, you know, fence. If you can't have a fence, lights, cameras, right? Not just don't rely just on that doorbell camera. Now, I will say this. If you are.
0: Having, if you have claymores, hey, those will work too. <laughs> it's
2: it, it, um, <laughs> way.
0: OPSEC, uh, OPSEC, my bad.
2: If, yeah. If, um, uh, uh, damn it. I forgot. Um, oh, the locks, the cameras. The
0: locks, the lights. If you don't have, um, fences, you know, the lights, fences, the cameras, all that. The lights yeah.
2: and the cameras are always good, you know. So I always tell people fence, lights, cameras, locks, action, dog, gun nine one one like yep. that's the order right and i always my always joke i'm like if your dog is under 40 pounds you have a cat um you this know and and you don't need a malinois you don't need a german shepherd you don't need a pit bull what, nice you need, what you need is a dog that will bark that has yep. a loud bassy bark that will bark if, if if someone steps on the front step yep. that's what you need even from a dead sleep that's what you need Um, as far as the dog, now there's another thing out there and you got, you can look this up. You can go right to YouTube and it'll probably be the first thing that comes up. It's 3M security film. Mm -hmm. The 3M security film is legit. Now for me, (coughs) it's, it's got, it's multi-layered. So I like things that do more than one thing. Um, the, it goes on the, uh, interior pane of your house. It's it's expensive process. You can get it in tints. you can get it in different hues and stuff like that, but it's also a UV film. So it will also prevent carpet and paintings and pictures and stuff like that from sun fading. Right. Which is nice. Now, if somebody tried to break in your house through the window and you have that 3M security film on the other side. Now our house, we have a glass break sensor.
0: It, do side, it, goes okay. it goes on the interior side. of your saying? Goes on the
2: interior. It goes on the interior. So I have a glass break sensor. So sometimes,
0: maybe it looks like a, a tent or something almost.
2: No, he, I, I, only, I only have the tinted one on, on three windows in my house. Everything
0: oh, else. Okay, cool. Huh.
2: So if you break that exterior pane trying to get in, you're going to hit resistance. It might shatter. It might like crack the window, but you're not getting through. Yeah. And if my alarm is on, it will tr- that frequency will trigger my alarm. Right. So security and layers. Okay, now it's going to take them over a minute and a half to break through that window. Right. A minute and a half. When you go to when you go to YouTube and you put in three M security film, you'll see the video. It's a side by side. Two guys with rifles. One dude shoots it, walks right through in like three seconds. The other dude shoots it. The three M door. It takes them like a minute and forty nine seconds before he can break. He can rip a hole into the into the paint.
0: Minute forty nine seconds. It's it's over. <laughs> That's
2: a long time. Now the national response time. You know what the national response time is for nine one one.
0: I'd be like six minutes, something like that. It's I don't know. Nine.
2: It's nine mm-hmm. to sixteen minutes.
0: Wow. All right, now it would probably be more than that. It would probably be on the higher end for where like I live, I live. I live like in a rural part, not a city. So, um, so that adds to it. Now it would only be it three, three, three guys working the whole county that night. You know.
2: It's nine to sixteen minutes, right? Now you yep. now it's nine to sixteen minutes and they're responding to an active shooter. They can't just roll yep. up and roll right in. They have their protocols that they have to follow now. So that right. nine to sixteen minutes now legit just turned into 35 minutes.
0: Yep.
2: Right? So these are all things to 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 think about, like for your you know, your extension of your home security plan, like when you're out. So, you know, fence lights, you know, add more locks, right? um redundancy don't use the hide a key for come up with a better plan right. um you know one of the things when we bought this house one of the things that was very appealing to me is and i saw this on um uh, Mythbusters. they were shooting uh through this machine it's like a pneumatic machine they were shooting two by fours into garage doors to test it for hurricanes
0: right? oh okay, okay. For <laughs>
2: garage doors and they were like insulated door, it's it's considered a level five um, hurricane garage door. Our house has one. Really? It's a thick insulated door, and it's got steel beams across, and then it's got steel hurricane straps across. Oh, wow. Yeah, if anything hits this, they they shot a thing at this door at 150 miles per hour, and it splintered on this type of door. Um, So I was pumped when we bought this house, because it had that.
0: That's that's an added feature. It's You don't have to worry about paying for.
2: Now back to the 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 security film. The other thing too is because I live in Hurricane Alley. If like you had a branch go through the window, like that window is going to catch that branch and it's going to slow potentially slow the damage instead of a broken window.
0: Um, and the glass isn't going to fly into the house And, and all that this, stuff
2: Now this is why I suggest everybody Should tint their windows It doesn't have to be limo tint But you should have tint on your windows And I'm not talking about The stuff that bubbles up and turns purple From Walmart to do it yourself <laughs> I'm talking like a good ceramic tint Now yes one If you're tinting your vehicle right, It's a deterrent Because if your, your tint is dark enough And someone's going around a parking lot They're going to have to stop and inspect. Yep. they're going to have to shine a light. All right. They're going to roll right on by. All right. Now, yep. if you're in a car accident or someone tries to break your window and you have that tent and you have little ones in the back, you have babies, you have infants, right? That glass is going to go over. If you have that tent, it's a blanket. Yep. You'll have very few fragments getting in there. And it's just and it, it's just an added layer. Because here's the thing. You know, when when you're involved in a self-defense encounter that's leading up to the potential of deadly force. Two yeah. things two, you two things you probably aren't going to have on. iPro pro and AirPro. pro. Yep. So being able to control what you control, you know, in that type of environment, set yourself up for success and plan on that. You know, the other thing, too, the most important thing you can do is if you're if you're if you don't you don't if live by yourself. You have roommates, you have, you know, family, wife, kids, and it doesn't matter the age. One of the things I always talk about is assets and liabilities. Yeah. Uh, um one of the big things that you can do is, is the best thing you need to do is i tell everybody takes my training you guys have made an investment in yourself yeah please go home and share this knowledge with your family i was like if you do not and you're the only one that knows your plan when shit goes sideways you are going to fail you're yep. already you're already behind the curve even more
0: why are you gonna go take training <laughs> practice it when you get home and, and it, everyone else that you want into that um, that's the one thing that gets me just about training in general I'll be able to say oh, i have to, I've taken training classes great what have you done since you got home from that class have you practiced what you learned oh some things okay well you know might want to try that
2: Get you know um, so when before my son was born my wife was my asset she's like she's my ride or die then my mm. son came along She's not a liability because her priority is him. him and I I am the security. And now, as he's gotten older, we've been developing him to be situationally aware, to be an asset. Yep. And I've done a great job at this. So well, I'm not sorry. We have done a great job at raising our son to be the asset. Uh, His situation awareness. We do. Yeah. So. We do stop, look and listen. We've been doing it since he was three years old. He's carried a med kit since he was three years old. His willingness to step up and help somebody that's injured or just looking at them and they look like they need help. He has the courage to be like, can we go see if that person needs help? You know, we were traveling up north um, this uh, October. We pulled over at a rest stop. He and I go use the restroom. Come out, We flip flop. My wife goes in. We got the dog. So my situation awareness is that I'm in the 20 meter 20 meter circle right now i'm sure. just looking for the immediate threat around him my wife comes out we're sitting there dogs walking around and this is one of them state rest stops so you have your buildings you, you come off the highway you have the car parking right here but then down in the back it's the tractor trailer parking mm-hmm. so we're walking and my son turns and he goes and he's like is he's six he's six at this time just turned six and he's just like do you guys see that lady down there and is this lady in this tiny car just not paying attention on her phone. He goes, doesn't she know that those truck drivers could just come and steal her? Like, why is she why is she so careless with her life? Like, um, dude, he was so angry that she was making that bad of a decision. But the other thing I'm sitting there, I'm looking at it. I was like, I didn't even see that car. Because it wasn't oh, really I wasn't looking for it. Wow. It was it was beyond where my immediate threat zone is. Sure. Sure. He saw it. He saw it and pulled in all those details and translated it to us. So, again, that's that developing that asset, making that team, that nucleus. My son doesn't get a device when we drive around town. He can you could come here and I'd be like, hey, Riker, just go with Trey. Tell him how to get here, here, here. And he will he will terrain associate you and he can get you. Awesome. He he can't just terrain associate you to to Wilmington. He can get you to the range. He can get you to Jacksonville, to the bow shop. He can get you to Camp Lejeune, and he can get you all through Topsail Beach.
0: That's crazy. Right?
2: Like that is that's the asset that you need. He knows where the hospitals are. He knows where he knows where the, the police stations are. He like he knows these things. He can open
0: he our homes. Safe houses will be with friendlies or whatever. Hey, if I'm in this area, I've got a friendly that I can get to. You know. Yeah. That's crazy. So
2: the home security thing it's 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 beyond physical means too. It's it's you have oh, to have a plan, yeah. right? Um, fire extinguishers are a huge part of home security. You know, I ask people, I'm like, I'm like, you have fire extinguisher in your house. And they're like, they're like, uh, I do. And I'm like, how many do you have? They're like, well, I have one. I'm like, where is it? They're like, it's in the garage. How many floors do you have? Well, we have two floors. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what happens when your stairs are on fire and you can't get to that thing? They're like, well, what are we going to do? Put the fire out. And that's the thing. Your fire extinguisher is not for you to put out the fire and save your house. Your fire extinguisher is designed for you to clear a path to get, get out, out of it. the burning yep. house. Yep. Like, that's it. Like, that's it. It's there to, c- to clear a path to move. And <clears throat> so adding that. Then now let's get into, like, home security plan, power outages and stuff like that. Yeah. Plan. Start planning. Start getting food. Buy some of that dehydrated food. Buy. Get a freezer. You know, but what's your backup plan? Do you, you, can have a your local,
0: you can go down to your local Army Navy store and get some MREs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Shelf they're great. You know, mm-hmm. the best thing in the world. Nope, will it get you by? But well, hungry, yep. hungry. But hungry's hungry.
2: Um, um, you know, so all all of these things, right, come into play with all that. Like, dude, I just finished this book called Black Autumn, and hmm. it's I think it's written by a Green Bray, like Jeff Kirkin and uh, this <laughs> other dude, and it's um, and they reference like you know uh, BRCC in there and um, you know a bunch of other dudes. And it's basically there's a dirty nuke that goes off by a couple of terrorists off the coast of California and then Saudi Arabia like destroys Iran with nukes. And then the stock market crashes and our society collapsed and it turned into tribalism and gang warfare. And this is all focused around like just outside of Salt Lake City. And it was fascinating, um, like the homesteaders. And then there's the Mormon, the Mormon um, yeah. uh, neighborhoods. And then there was the the uh, cartel that was moving through and everything like this. And then each, it, it's it's a really cool concept. And honestly, after mm-hmm. I read it, as prepared as I like kind of think, you know, think we are. I finished that book and I was just like, man, I I got work to do. I got a what lot of work
0: to do. Book? What was the name of that book?
2: Black Autumn, and it's actually a five-part series. Um, and I'm gonna dive into it, but yeah. um, uh, Only the Dead dropped on Audible today, the newest Jack oh. Harbuck. So I've already started that, but um, uh, yeah, man, the home security stuff is it's big with me. Uh, and the thing is, it's simple things that you can do, like so. I said we have a routine, right? And this is this goes back to the Marine Corps, dude. It doesn't matter. We have a door in our house that has three locks on it, right? We've we lived in this house 10 years. We have opened that door twice.
0: Yeah.
2: Right? I check those locks every single night. Before we go to bed, I check all the locks. Boom, boom, boom. And we have our monitor up with our cameras up. So I I scan there. I do every single night, set the alarm. Dog goes out, comes back in. Set the alarm, lock all the doors, boom. And then the last thing I do, I grab our keys and I make sure both our vehicles are locked every single night. Even though I know they're locked, I do it one more time. That's why I press check my gun. That's why I do like this little presentation before I leave the house every day with, with, with you know with my carry piece. I always know the condition you know of your weapon. So um, all these things come into play. And the thing is, is I teach this in, the, in my in my seminar. It's and this is common knowledge. It takes 21 days to form a habit yeah 21 days of doing something consistently every every day day yeah to form a habit it takes 90 days of doing something every day for 90 days to form a lifestyle Mm.
0: going to the gym that's a great one drinking
2: water eating healthy carrying concealed right reading doing all all these things that it doesn't matter what it is that's what it is and you know and and you know, it, it, with the home security stuff, man, it's just really, it's, you know, constantly what, you know, one of the things that we're taught constantly improve your position, you know, check your vegetation, check it, you know, no, Hey, look, you drive in your driveway and you drive out every day. Have you ever walked? What's behind your house? You have woods. Have you walked back there? Do you even, if you ran back there just cause you're like, Oh, I felt safe. Can you run back there? Are you going to sink? Is it muck back there? What, you know, what are the conditions? So always know, you know, you, you just got to make yourself familiar with your, with your surroundings, you know? Um, yeah. and I mean, really that. And then uh, the other thing too is, is be a good neighbor. Yeah. You know, be a good neighbor because we are all like all of our neighbors. None of them want us to move because they're like, That's yeah, the neighbor neighbor is not, way man. safer with you here. But, um, uh, you know, our relationship with our neighbors is great. Now the thing too is, is like, they, they asked me for advice, like what we're talking about right now. absolutely. And and so now is like, we actually, our entire street is under video surveillance, you know? Um, And I mean, we're, we're on the same page, you know? And we've talked about, we've talked, you know, they went at, at the lockdowns and all the fear mongering that was going on. You know, the questions that they were asking me, like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And I was like, you know, I, I was like, you know, be careful what you ask. Because
0: you, you really if you really. want to know, then we can get down this road. Yeah, yeah.
2: I told him, I said, you might not like what I'm going to tell you. And I was yep. like, but I was like, as like, if it comes down to that and, and we make the we make the decision that this is it, that the, we are, we are a tribe, then I am the tribe leader. And yep. they're going to be hard, hard, this hard lines crossed. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and I was, and they're like, so you have a plan. I'm like, I 100%, I had a plan the second day we lived in this house on how yep. to defend, defend his neighborhood. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, it's just be a good neighbor. Right. And then constantly look at around your house to see how you do things. Now, like I, I leave every morning at five o'clock, ride my bike to the gym. Right. Yeah. It's about it's right about a mile, mile and a quarter, right? So it doesn't matter if it's raining. I do I, I it's freezing cold out, I'm on the bike. I'm just going. Sure. It's just like it's like coffee kinda like,
0: oh, yeah. just, like Keep going. Yeah.
2: and um but I close the garage door, I'm outside, get on my bike, I make sure the door's closed, and I sit there and I do some sills, man. I'm listening, you know, I'm looking around and my house is lit up. But I'm looking and I go out under the street and I'm looking and making sure I recognize all the cars that are on the street. And then I drive out of my neighborhood and I'm looking at all the other cars on the neighborhood. And, you know, and the thing is, is that you look at everything every single day like that. You will notice when oh, something's yeah. different. Um, and I always tell people, man, I'd rather be wrong than bad. Yep. I would rather be wrong. I'd rather call 911 and get someone hemmed up and and have been, you know, a mistake than. Be dead. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I don't feel bad about that.
0: I, I've, I've been asked by different people through the years and talking about this, that, and the other. And, and a lot of people don't pick up on it. But, I mean, like, if I'm having a face-to-face conversation with you, and you're the same way, and Clover, you know, he's probably noticed it too. If I'm having a, a one-on-one, like when we were in RAM, I'm not really looking at you a whole lot. I'm listening okay. to what you're saying, but I'm I'm, I'm always – and then people say, well, isn't that kind of weird? I don't know. Maybe it is. But they say, well, what happens if you see someone – and I was like, well, here's the thing. I'm not looking at everyone going, could that be a threat? I'm personally looking for someone that just doesn't fit in, whether they, they look weird or they don't look like they belong there. The car's different. I've never seen that car before. But if I see someone like at a restaurant or something, and the guy's got his hoodie up, he might just be having a bad day. He might be cold. It, it could be a lot of things. I notice that guy. If I notice you, he's. Well, what are you going to do? Are you going to go? I was like, no. I said, I'm not going to go talk to that guy, but I'm going to know where that guy is until he leaves, or until I leave. He he's probably 99.9 percent of the time that guy's not a threat, but I know where the exits are, and I know where I'm going to know where that guy is. Something about him makes me weird. I'm going to know where that guy is until either he leaves or I leave. Yeah. I'm not going to go say anything to him, but I'm going to know where that guy is. And it, it may sound weird. Um, It is what it is. Uh, Clover, bring you in. You got anything that um, we've been talking a lot of? I know that you've got a a plan. Um, What are some of the factors and some of the things that – that you your home defense uh, Well poem. I was
1: just gonna piggyback on what you were saying and one of the biggest things is get your head out of the phone. You know? If you if you pay attention to things, uh and I catch myself with this all the time, like wasps are a thing for me, like like I'm allergic, right? And so a wasp flying around in my peripheral And even if it's lit on something in my peripheral, I will pick up on it. Why? Because that little speck in my peripheral, be it on a safe door or a wall or whatever, that's not natural. That's not normally there, right? And I I pay attention. And so my brain, I'm not – I don't know, Ron may be able to explain this a little better. But I'm not consciously thinking about it, right? Because I look at it I'm paying attention to things every day, my brain goes, wait, something's different. Right. And I don't really know what's different until I turn my head and I'm like, oh, OK, that's what's different. Right. And same thing if you're out and in town. Right. Like if you're watching people and you're paying attention to the typical way people move and, you know, typical the way people walk down a sidewalk or into a building or up and down the aisles of a store. Right. You you pick up on the oddities real quick. Yep.
0: Yeah, so, it, it, you know, you've got you've got a lot of like of the cars driving by your house in your neighborhood or whatever. Never seen that car before. Okay, I'm gonna know where that car is. I'm gonna recognize that car. If that car is driving slow, yeah. Have, we had a guy during, right before Christmas, but at least before Christmas. Now we live in a neighborhood like, like my nearest neighbor is like 500 yards away. So it's 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 nice. We all but it's. We only see about four or five cars a day uh, in our in our spot where we live, which is great. But when a car comes, I, I recognize all of them. Or they're ATVs. A lot of people just drive their ATVs around the, here and all that. There was a pickup that kind of stopped going up the hill by our house. I'm looking out the front window, like, who's that? They drive off. 20 minutes later, they they stop going up the hill. So I'm sitting there watching the whole time. Now I see them getting out. They're looking around the woods. I don't know if they're looking for a wedding ring, if they're looking for a dog. They got flashlights. So I, I, I'm sitting there. And I'm aware that they're there. About 10 minutes into this thing, I start. I'm not going to lie. I go and grab something. Take with me, walk out my front door and I start walking up the road 100 yards or so to this this pickup, they say me, they get in their pickup and haul ass. Now I'm really interested in who the hell they were. Um, nothing came about it. The next morning, my wife going to work noticed that there was a pine tree that was shaped like a Christmas tree that was like half cut lying on the ground. Well, they were basically trying to steal a Christmas tree. It's even going to buy one. I can't see that at pitch black a hundred yards away but I had my gun with my light on there and I was getting ready to go find out exactly why the hell they're right there across the street from my house in the woods with the flashlights on. Um, and it's one of those things where, like you said, situational awareness. If something seems odd or something seems out of place, you don't have to necessarily go and take that situation or that person and, and, and make them leave the area, but you're going to you should at least know where they are and what they're doing until they leave. You know,
2: you're in receive mode, right? Yeah. Now I would tell you is, is going back to kind of what Clover was saying. There's a really good book. It's an old book and it's called Blink, And that's by Malcolm Gladwell. Um, it is a very hard book to read. Uh, I read it and did the audible. Um, and it is, uh, it's fascinating. It talks about, That you, in like one one thousandth of a second, your mind will collect all the information it needs on something. You have to figure out how to open the files inside your own brain. And the the book is fascinating. So uh, that kind of goes along like what Clover was saying was blink. And it's just like, you know, that's where I always say head, heart and gut. Trust your gut, your head and your heart. They're always going to be like, yeah, they might not always agree, but your gut is the one that's going to lead you to make a, a good decision. And one of the things, too, is, is uh, you know, for me in North Carolina, we have a Department of Justice certification you have to earn to teach the concealed carry permit class. Um, now, in North Carolina, concealed carry permit instructors um, addresses our public record. Concealed carry permit holders are not. This is why I have a P.O. box. Um, you know, now I say with everything, arm yourself with education. Yeah. Like we I'm fortunate I live in a castle law state, so I know castle law fromwards and back. But I also know what my court case is going to be like if I'm involved in, in a self-defense shooting at leading up to deadly force. So I'm going yeah,
0: to do. I this to people all the time. If, if you're in a self-defense or home-defense situation, even if you're 100% in the right, it's a clean shoot. Everything's good. Two things are going to happen. Most likely, most likely, mm-hmm. you're going to be at least detained, at least detained, while they question it. And there's going to be a lawsuit, whether it's criminal or civil. You know, there's a chance that there's going to be a lawsuit. Go ahead and understand those facts. You're going to be at least detained, and there's going to be a lawsuit from someone. That's just the way it goes.
2: It so this is where having U.S. Law Shield uh, yeah. on your side, and if you guys don't have U.S. Law Shield, go go to U.S. Law Shield and use the code RikerUSA at checkout. A shameless plug. Hey,
0: I love I love
2: it. I, um, <laughs> I would tell you what, man. U.S. Law Shield covers you. No cap no deductible they and you won't get dropped they cover you through the criminal and through the civil process and if it takes 10 million dollars it takes 10 million dollars yeah um yeah you know, so i i mean heavily on that now understanding the laws understanding self defense laws understanding trespass laws yeah okay right? yeah. so verbs words actually count so 2 months ago uh actually it was dude coming home from the gathering i'm emptying yeah. the truck out Riker was at the end of he because again homeschooling and we you know he's got a very um uh strong entrepreneur like drive in him so he wanted to set up a table and sell some old toys and books that he didn't use anymore so we're like go ahead you know yeah. set up his little stand little thing at the end of the driveway while well, on the road in front of our driveway there was a puddle dude this kid was out there for an hour and a half he made 50 bucks Right now, I mean, he's a cute kid, so people, are, you know, and I'm out there the whole time. I'm, you know, I'm right there, like, not far from where I'm at. And I'm in, and I got it on my home video camera, and I'm like, I'm grabbing stuff out of a truck, and I hear this car coming, and I can see this car, like, dude, my camera's messing me up, sorry, cuts in, and almost like he's trying to hit the table, and to, he tries, he hits the puddle to try to splash my son.
0: Oh, that's. Mm.
2: So I run down to the end of the driveway and I'm like saying like, you know, hey, this, hey, that. I'm like, what is your deal? And the dude turns around and I'm like, OK, good. I'm like, Riker right, in the house. I run in, yep. grab a rifle, rack it now because I know the laws. I'm in my house. I'm in the garage and yeah. I'm sitting there because one, this dude just tried to hit a kid. Yep. Right now he's brazen enough to turn around and come back.
0: And I hope he comes into my driveway.
2: And he and I dude, I just sat there, you know, I just sat there and the dude drove by and he had his phone up and his video on it. So I got, I I, I recorded the video, I went into the system, got it, called the sheriff's department, told him everything that happened. And the guy's like, Man, you handled that better than I would have. And I was just <laughs> like, Well and I was like I was like, I teach this stuff, so as much as I want to go and and canoe this dude. I was like, I have to do the right thing because I have to I'm I'm teaching my son. And um as much as I want to go in and I know where they live. I know where he lives. So um and again, again, my network sent it out to all 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 the neighbors. I was like, hey, be on the lookout for this car. My one boy was pissed and he drove around and found it and he was like taking pictures of the house or the license plates and everything. So uh, I called the sheriff. Sheriff came out, the young, younger guy. And, uh, you know, he's like, so what, do, you know, I'm going to find this guy. He's just like, he's like, you know, what do you want to happen? I was like, look, I don't want him to drive down my street ever again. I don't, yeah. I don't care. I don't, there's no excuse. I better never see him on my street again. And I said, well, my biggest
0: route. Yeah. I,
2: I said, my biggest thing is I said, he, I said, I need this documented. And I says, because this dude had a problem being corrected for doing something that I'm considering could be pushed into the attempted murder. If you really want to go down that route. And I said, but I need this documented because if it comes back again and he does, and there's another incident, it's now premeditated. Yeah. And it was, and the guy was like, he's like, yeah, he goes 100%. So there's a file, there's a record of it. Right. So that's the thing. So now, now what I've done is I've strengthened my case. Now I've like, I've, I've taken these steps. I've done this, I, that there's nothing that says you can't, there's no law says I can't correct another human for doing something, you know, incorrect. And dude, I've become that old dude. Um, screaming Skull Saloon. This is a Savage Tactician, their version of the uh, Leaving Las Vegas shirt with, Personally branded with Riker USA, but thank you for liking my
0: shirt. They're asked to sit out. They love my hat. I'm going to shameless plug our buddies over at Wilder Tactical. Um, great Josh and the guys over there are phenomenal. You guys know that's my 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 battle belt. Uh, main uh, everything that Wilder does is great. Uh, this is their new hat. Go check them out. Wilder Tactical. We're we're going to plug our friends for sure.
2: Yeah. But, um, dude, so the whole thing is just is is, is it, with the home defense thing. It's layers. It's know your neighbors, right? Um, know the area. Know the cars that drive around. Like we'd seen that car before. We knew he lived on just the way he was coming and going. We knew where he lived at the next neighborhood over. Yeah. Um, you know, but the other thing is arm yourself with that education. Yep. Breathe, 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 breathe. And for me, I dude, I am always gonna go non-lethal. I'm going to go, I'm going to go three layers of non-lethal before I, I go to a gun.
0: Um, it gets to that point.
2: You know, you gotta- at, at that, at that thing right there, you know, it's like, you know, words. Okay. Words don't work. All right. Well, distance, I'm leaving distance. Well, this person's continuing to be the instigator aggressor. Now I'm going to hit him with some pepper gel. Right. If that doesn't work, then I'm gonna wherever I'm at. I'm gonna start throwing weapons opportunity. I'm gonna, like if I'm in a grocery store, I'm going be throwing cans of red goo at yes. their head.
0: Absolutely. Yep.
2: Right. And then if it, and then if it's like it pursues from there, then I'm I'm left with no other choice. I have yep. done all of these things. And the other thing on that is you need to remember is I'm I'm on camera. The moment you walk into any store, you're on camera. So, um, you know, just like home defense vehicle defense, like understanding the laws, the self-defense laws for your for your you know your state are really important. Um you know um like New York, Ma I don't know about Massachusetts, but Connecticut, you have to make you have and I think California now too, you have a duty to retreat. North Carolina, we do not have a duty to retreat if you legally have a right to be where you are. So in Connecticut, if someone breaks into your house, right? And your house, your bedrooms are up on the second floor, and they're coming upstairs. You have to make every attempt to leave your house before not shoot somebody before you can engage in a physical conflict with them.
0: Um, in Arkansas, we changed our castle doctrine uh, to extend to vehicles. We used to not extend to vehicles. Ours does. It extended to vehicles, and it also extended to, like, if you were in a hotel, the hotel room was then your castle. You know, wherever you were residing or whatever, uh, they did extend That's a few years ago that they extended it to vehicles and hotels and and all that. So I think that was a, a smart move. Um, I don't know why vehicles weren't always part of it, but they weren't until a few years ago. But it was nice to know that they extended to the vehicles as well. Um and then- is
2: home home, workplace, motor vehicle, any any legal place you have a right to be.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, um
1: yep. Yeah.
0: Now, and- yeah, Clover down in Texas. Um what's <laughs> your castle <laughs> down now there?
1: Pretty much wherever you're at. I mean- right
0: exactly that's kind of especially where
1: i especially where i live like if somebody is is someplace they weren't invited to be and you bust a cap on them like you sign some papers and you go it's it's over like but texas
2: also has
1: where i could be
2: like hey trey i'm um I'm going out of town. Keep an eye on my house. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you yeah. see somebody break in, you can walk over and smoke.
0: You go over there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You have
2: my permission.
1: Yep, exactly. Yep, absolutely. Now, you can actually, you can okay. actually in Texas, give the written? permission yeah. after the fact. Does it have That's
0: to me. be written, or is it going to be verbal?
1: One, no, it's verbal. It, like, okay. you could go over and smoke them, and then when they talk to Ron, all Ron's got to do was, yeah, I'm okay with that. He was taken yep. care of
0: business. You were watching my house. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. yeah. Pretty awesome. A uh, couple of quick cool questions I want to ask both of you guys. Um, in a home defense, a break-in, a burglary, whatever, middle of the night thing. Um, now, obviously, Ron, you said that you keep exterior lights out. I'm assuming you don't keep lights on in the house or many lights on the house. If someone were to enter the house, um <laughs> I'm the guy that like to keep the lights off in my house in that situation. Now the, the gun that I, and we'll get into the guns here in a second, but the gun that I use has a light on it and I'll be able to identify and all that. But for the purpose of that, I know where every piece of furniture, everything is in my house. Uh, So I like to keep the lights off. I, I wouldn't say I like to, if that situation happened, I would like to keep the lights off because now I have the, the tactical advantage knowing the layout of my house where they may not. Um in your situation, Ron, interior lights during this situation, are you turning interior lights on or are you keeping them off?
2: We'll have we'll have one like hallway light on downstairs. Yeah. yeah. Um but the thing is 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 you know um you can't die fast enough. Right? Don't rush to your death. Yep. So you nailed it. It, is, it. Castle. It is your home. It is your castle. You know your house better than anybody else. But yep. if someone was to break in and they were to get past all of your securities, right? Your alarm, all your locks, your, your glass, You're all sure, this uh, stuff. And they're, still, yeah. and they're still coming. Set the ambush. Set yep. the ambush. You know, one of the things I, I what led me to, to create my dynamic shotgun course is I have people like, you know, what do you use for home defense? And I was just like, I use nine millimeter. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. And I said, because, well, one, accuracy matters. And I was like, and I was like, it doesn't matter, you know, if it's a 40, 45, 10, 556. And I put a hole in your head. I cleared your calendar. Yep. Um, and I was like, and that's it. And I said, but the other thing I don't have to worry about is I'm not, I don't really have to worry about a nine mil. Over penetrating my house and going exterior of my house where five five six at close range is a shotgun's gonna do a lot of damage. It's gonna the blast pattern's gonna do a lot of internal, internal damage. It's gonna be awesome, yeah. but it's gonna do a lot of damage that isn't covered by insurance because I asked. I've asked multiple insurance and they all said the same thing. Yeah. If someone broke into your house, the damage caused by the break in is covered on your insurance. However, you made the decision yeah. to shoot a shotgun in your house, that's on you. Um
0: now. You're also talking about percussion and noise. A shotgun going off in your house, I mean, that's gonna that could screw some everybody up. A nine's not gonna have as much percussion in that house. Well,
2: we we have ear pro in the bedroom.
0: I'm just saying, but in general, a lot of people don't. you know, you have to take the decibel levels and all of that uh, into consideration. Um, You know, uh, for me, keeping the lights off is is not just setting the ambush and all of that, but it's also People t- tend to forget that if, if if someone's coming in your house at two or three in the morning and you're asleep, okay, um, what happens when you wake up in your dark bedroom? Your eyes are already kind of got the night vision acclimated to the darkness. You turn those lights on. First of all, they're coming from the outside where you have a lit house. So it's hard for their eyes. Their eyes aren't acclimated to the dark yet. Your eyes are. You've got that natural night vision going. Why ruin that? You know, Um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt.
2: No, I agree. So so the shotgun thing is like I've had people like, well, I use a shotgun. And they're like, because, you know, everybody Un, you know, speaks that, and I was like, okay. And I was like, well, my first, first, my first problem is why was your gun not loaded? The second one is you just gave up the element of surprise. You just, yeah. you just told them exactly where you were, and you, you told them work. that you had a shotgun. And because it's a pump shotgun, means you probably only have six shots, and they can, they can set the hook on you. And then they're yeah. like, oh, and I'm like, where's your backup ammo? They're like, in my range bag. Where's that? In the garage. I'm like, are you getting it now?
0: Twenty seven um, cases later. Right, be in between that route probably, you know.
2: Right. You know, so do what you can to to harden your, your, your facility, right? Um, You know, we always joke in my house that we have someone breaking in is going to be, you know, is going to be a fight between my wife and I to get that stateside kill or my dog. And, the, you that know, my really biggest cool. thing is that my wife is going to get to smoke somebody in our house and then I'm going to have to, like, live with that. Like, <laughs> You know,
0: and, and I can't have that, you know? No. Yep. So, well, but uh, in a couple of years, think about this, but there will be another layer of that canopy, okay? Um, if Riker is getting into the airsoft. Oh, yeah. We will have, if someone tries to go into his room, it may not kill a person, but you shoot enough guys with enough airsoft, they're going to leave your ass alone pretty quickly. Uh, so you have another layer of that canopy that Riker could be involved in that plan eventually with maybe some airsoft or whatever, you know?
2: Oh, no, he, he is. He is yeah. on that. And, you know, we do tactics and, and we do stuff like that. And, and yeah. not real serious because I want it to be fun. I don't want it to be
0: overbearing Absolutely. and
2: everything like that. But, um, no, that, I mean, it's the, the, honestly, it's kind of just naturally falling into that, that Yep. you know, that, uh I don't know, just that mindset for him. But, um, you know, i just, yeah, someone, you know, my, my biggest thing is, man, when I fall asleep, dude, I'm out. My mind is like, that's why that's, I think that's the main reason why I put all this extra stuff on the house is
0: the because way.
2: it's going to take me a minute. I'm, I might not hear someone kicking the door.
0: Now like the my dies. wife hears a crick in the, in the door, she's up and yeah. she'll, Hey, you know, whatever me when I'm out, like, well, first of all, and you know this because we had to learn I can sleep anywhere in any position and be asleep in about 10 seconds. But once I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, my wife is not that way. So uh, it's good. Uh, Clover bring you in as far as, you know, and you've got a lot of, and, and I don't know OPSEC, you don't necessarily want to talk about it, but you have a lot of exterior, um, provisions taken to before people even get into your, your porch or whatever, um, but let's say someone do get past all of those and they enter your house a- at night. Are you a lights on guy or are you a lights off guy?
1: No, I'm very low light. Like you. Yeah, um,
0: yeah we've, we've got a couple like walking lights, you know, like on the yeah. baseboards of in a couple rooms, just enough to have enough little kind of light, but yeah.
1: If anybody is on my porch that I'm unaware of, um, they, I mean, they intentionally came. I mean, it wasn't a happenstance. Yeah, you know, I don't live on a city block or even in yep. a cul de sac.
0: Sometimes you come to the front door of my house. You're trying to get there for a reason. Like,
1: <laughs> like you've come down a very long, very rugged, let's just say, driveway, and through woods on both sides to do that off of a dirt counter, or blacktop county road, and you know that sort of thing. So you know if you've gotten that far. Um, you know, you're you're seeking help, uh, yeah, because you're talking about somebody I wouldn't know. Because anybody I know is like, hey, I'm coming over, you know,
0: like, exactly. I, I
1: would be expecting. Exactly. So, it would be somebody that was in some kind of trouble. Maybe they broke down on the county road, or maybe they broke down on the highway, which is on the other side of the property. But I guess they yep. walked the right way, or seen we have night lights outside, so you could kind of see that through the woods, and maybe kind of tell and walk that way. I don't know, or maybe somebody got lost, pig hunting, or who knows, right? Um, you know, there are some circumstances, but, um, yeah, low light. And I mean, if somebody, I'm I'm a light sleeper, so I'm going to know pretty much if somebody gets on the porch, we don't have the yappy little dog anymore. Um, she was, she was great for that purpose. Um, uh, Ron would say she was a cat, but, uh, (laughs) either way. As oh, light loud. as I sleep, as light as I sleep, it would alert me and wake me up, right? And yeah. and living in the woods, I mean, that's happened many, many times. That you know, I have run to the door to the hey, or,
0: Don't bring cats up around us. You understand?
1: Yeah, I know. I know. It's a touchy it's subject. The
0: story is Very when me Danny were on the front porch of South Carolina, and that cat went crazy. We all freaked out, and he was like. The only civilian here is the only one that didn't freak out. That scared the, scared the shit out of me. I don't know about y'all, but. cat, uh, bro. Um, like, chill. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, I get but, it. Uh,
1: um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, if 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 they go through all of that, if they, you know, if I heard the front door crashing in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like Ron, Ron said. It's like I, I know that they've, there's intent. There's definite intent, you know, malicious you intent. By my, and I'm with Ron. I'm sitting, I'm sitting in, I'm sitting in ambush. Now, unlike Ron, I've got a shotgun. I almost my go-to for many years, has almost always been the Mossberg 590. Uh, now, are you but, birdshot, buckshot, slug? What do you? Oh, buckshot, hands down, buckshot, full <laughs> choke, and uh, you know, is, at is, at is, the distance, know, uh, I want to give away. Respect. I won't give away my ambush locations or anything, but at the distance that I would likely ambush, that choke is not going to open up enough that it's yeah. it's, it's going to get center mass. There's not going to be that much yeah. damage, if any. And my house, who cares? And my house, who cares
0: if there's a little bit? Of- is it like 30 35 feet or whatever when you like are working on your choke spread and all that? It's like was it is it thirty feet or thirty yards or something like that? I'm not a shotgun guy, but. Um, It'll when you're doing, up,
1: the, you know, 20 yards or so, I mean, you you start opening it up pretty good, yeah. but, you know, less than that. And it depends, depends a lot on the fact I think you should do
0: some dragon's breath on us. If you're going to go home to with the shotgun, you got to get yeah. dragon's right? Yeah. But I oh, mean, wait, I burned down your house. Is that what you get?
1: Worst <laughs> case with me, a little drywall or something, you know. Yeah. The, cleaning up blood is going to be worse than fixing the the, the penetration. You know what I mean? This is
0: true. <laughs> um kyle out that's there right. our, our no, buddy with, the thing
2: uh, about, oh sorry go on trey
0: no i was just saying kyle's out there um our buddy from anderson he's uh, a marine uh, as well he's, uh we have never guessed that clover's home defense was a shotgun it will be a, little a little facetious my
1: kids there. were taught uh anytime once my oldest got to be driving age anyway um we would and there's how what, six years difference or something maybe between the oldest and the youngest. But once you got drivers age, I mean we would go places, you know, leave them there and whatever and they knew the they kinda knew the ground and knew the rules. And the uh five ninety got propped up. Now, as Ron mentioned earlier, the whole rack rack crap. Screw that. I mean, there's one in the chamber and the safety zone. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, you know, screw. I'm not racking nothing. Like screw that. Yeah. That ain't, that ain't happening. Um, but yeah, I mean, they knew what it was capable of. They knew ambush points, you know, if they were in the, in the living room and something was going down, you know, uh, retreat back to ambush pump point, hopefully kill the lights as they go, you know, that types of thing. Yeah.
0: I'm crossing off my next topic. I'll let Ron come in here in a second uh, with this. But uh, you brought up something that I was going to bring up was my next topic. In your house, whether you live by yourself or with a family, wife, whatever, um, and, and obviously you've got a family there, Ron, and Clover's got his wife there. I've got my wife here. Does each person in your home defense plan have a task when that situation happens? If there's an intruder inside your home, is every, is everyone involved, or do you say, hey, stay there, uh, Riker, don't even try to get here, we'll get to you? Or, or does everyone have a role in the plan, or how do you guys set it up there, Ron? So, yes, give <laughs> up too much uh, OPSEC, you know
2: yeah you know you gotta have your responsibilities right you gotta have your lanes, but you also ha- you gotta have the redundancy in the plan right you know you has to it has to go forwards and backwards with your leadership yep. um <clears throat> like uh I'm not gonna say it that way um you know we have hard points that we could get to in the house and get, get to the hard points and then make the decision from there yep. um uh, you know we have our we have supplies you know throughout the house. And, um, you know, so yep. it's just there. Um, I, I will tell you, this is, is if you guys have not done a, um, uh, uh, what the fuck's it called? I just blacked out on it. It was, um, those rooms where you go in and you're locked in and you got to
0: come with the, um, you got to do all, all the puzzles and all of that. The clues. Yeah, God, what's the call? Yeah. Um,
2: I can't believe I just blacked out our name. We're addicted to them and I just blacked
0: not a, out. Not, oh, my God. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. You go in this room and you got to do tasks to get out of the room. And you, you want solve to see. Escape room, escape room. Thanks, Kyle. Escape yeah. room. Escape, escape room. Yep. <laughs>
2: yes, thank you. Escape rooms. You want to test your family's ability yeah. under a stressful situation? Go do escape room. Mm We've done we've done four just the three of us and we're three in one three we we finished one we did not it was
0: <laughs> and that one you didn't give gave you a lot of of good information on what to do better next time
2: it did it did but the one reason the other one too is dude it was it, we needed two more people it oh, was yeah. really big it had like three rooms that oh, secret wow. passages it was big um but we were almost done we almost we, we like we were like seven, eight complete oh wow and time expired and um some of them are some are and they'll give you hints but we our goal is like no hints let's just go through it but what yeah. I found is we had some other friends that went and did one and they were like uh yo we did an escape room for TJ's birthday and we're like yeah and my friends were like uh we hated it. We were all ready to kill each other. Like, oh, yeah. man, I, was like I was like, what? And I, there was the opposite in my family. Like, it was like, we're working together. It's like, all right, I'm over here. You're over there. Boom, boom, boom. Right, here's what I got. What do you think about this? It's come together, you know, and it's about that flow of communication, right? Yeah. don't keep it all inside. You gotta, you gotta let the plan be known to the Absolutely. team. So, um, I say that is, is, the escape room is a great option for you to go and try your family dynamic out and mm. to see who's going to do well. Cause it honestly, it's self-induced stress and like, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. like you, you'll feel the heat and they're like, whoa, oh, you know, and then like, you're like, man, I, I need to, I need to do good for my family. I need to do this. And it's, and it's, it, it's a little deeper for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, so, you know, yes, we talk about it all the time, Um, you know, everywhere we go, church, whatever, we have our plan, we have our specific place that we sit, um, you know, and my wife is the same way, she's always there, she's present in what we're doing, but she's also aware of what's going on around us, and, um
0: uh it all know, goes back to situational awareness. It all goes back to situational awareness.
2: Yeah. In our house it's a competition, really. It's really so my like, wife, did you see that? No, I didn't see it. Oh huh. Okay. <laughs> Looks like I'm better than you today.
0: Right. No, no. Uh-huh. the same way it is here. Um but now my wife is not a, a gun person. Um she she's willing to take that shot if need be, to you know, and all of that. So we've got I've got I've got I've got supplies spread out throughout the house. You probably don't have to walk more than 10 paces or 15 paces to get to something if you need to be around our house. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that it is for us is front door. And all, Anyways, you got to come through our bedroom and then the back of our bedroom goes into the master bathroom and then the closet. And so basically if anything should happen. Mm-hmm. I tell her, get on the phone. You're dialing 911. You're going to put it on speaker And you're not going to turn that phone off. You're going to let it go. You're going to go back in the back of that closet. There's something there for her if if need be. And there's only one way in and one way out of that that closet. And I said, if anyone comes in here that's not me without giving you that that verbal command, that verbal heads up, you're taking that shot. Um, And we'll we'll worry about the rest later. Um, But for me, it's one of those where I'll set up the ambush as well to where they should never have to get to her because they're going to have to come towards me. And if you come in through where I'm going to be at, no one should be coming there because the only people are with me. So, you know, uh, my daughter comes over. Surely she wouldn't come over at two or three in the morning, but something happens she comes up if she's not first of all she's going to let us know but if she doesn't we've got we've got a little ver- verbal uh, signals to each other you know
2: I almost got shot by my dad oh um, yeah I was um, shit dude I think I was a sergeant and I was like this is when they were still living in Connecticut Yeah. and I was home and um, the house they were living in it was small and the bathroom was near their bedroom and my bedroom was upstairs and yeah. I was just like I was like shit. I'm like I'm outside side of the house and um I'm taking a piss and you know all of a sudden the lights come on and like my dad kicks the door open, he's like, Don't move, motherfucker. And, <laughs> like, and I look up I look up and I'm like I'm still peeing. I'm like I'm like, Are you for real, Dad? And he goes, you son of a bitch. He goes, I should shoot you for waking me up.
1: <laughs> I love it. I oh, love
2: man. It. Yeah. He goes, what are you doing? I was like, I'm taking a piss. I didn't want to wake you and mom up. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, well. he goes,
0: You did, and it could have been bad. <laughs>
2: yeah. It was pretty funny. It was
0: pretty yeah, funny. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah.
2: yeah um. But, you, you know, the other thing, too, um, like what I teach in my classes and supported by U.S. Law Shield is people need to understand about nine one one. Yeah. Nine one one is a free service. It yep. is a free public service, and it does not need to be subpoenaed. When you call nine one one, you are volunteering information. Yeah. Miranda doesn't apply to nine one one. Okay. Yep. If you are involved, this is one of the biggest takeaways. If you were involved in a home in a home invasion, carjacking, you know, a physical altercation in a grocery store, a movie theater, a church, whatever. You call nine one one. All you say is <clears throat> there's been an there's been an incident. Send law enforcement, two ambulances. I'm wearing a black shirt with orange flowers. I have a beard. I have shorts on. I'll be sitting on the front porch. Yeah. Hang on. They're gonna call you back. Ghost them. They're gonna call you back. So that's gonna that nine to sixteen minute response time just got faster.
0: Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So now, I didn't think about that. That's a great idea. Yeah.
2: Why two ambulances? One for the dude you just smoked. Yep. The other one is for you. Yep. Because it doesn't matter. Even if the cops saw you commit the crime in front of them, they cannot deny
0: you medical medical attention. attention. Absolutely.
2: The longer that you're in the, in the hospital, the less time you're spending in a cell. And with us law shield within four hours, you'll have legit us law Shield state criminal attorney representation at your location right so that's huge so i i can you know sit there and people are like well if you're not hurt why would you need to go to hospital and i tell them i was like three and a half pounds of pressure it will change your life forever and you have no idea what it's going to do to you and i was like but you also don't know you might have been in a physical altercation you know Uh, hey here's the thing if you took like you shot somebody 10 times in your house guess what you're not going to be able to hear real good You're going to have a lot of ringing. You're going to have like hearing, temporary hearing loss. You know, you might have some, some, um, some flash in your eye. You know, you don't know these things, but having, this is all part of having that plan. This is all part of having that plan. Right. Um, And then the other big thing too, is understanding trespass laws. Like in North Carolina, it's, it's a series of three, a a sign or words. It's the same thing. Right. You are trespassing, you are not welcome here. The order of trespass has now been given. If words or a sign do not work, gentle hands. That's legit in the general statute. Gentle hands may be laid upon the trespasser. If words sign, and gentle hands do not work, you may use whatever force is necessary to remove the trespasser so long as you do not escalate the deadly force right away. Now, if the person you're trying to escalate, a whole night like that. Now it just goes into a different it goes into a whole you just turn that's from not trespassing,
0: trespassing anything anymore yeah, now,
2: we're into, now we're into castle law, castle defense, yep. right? So um we have very nice decorative sign at the end of our driveway, no trespassing, private property, no soliciting, everything like that. And uh my whole concept why I put that up is when they were gonna be going door to door to give people the vaccine, um I want I I was not having it. And um, so I got it confirmed with the attorneys at U.S. Law Shield. I was like, if I put that sign up and they choose to walk by that sign, I was like, that's the first warning. And he goes, 100%. I was like, so I could legit come out the house and put gentle hands on them, escorting them off my property, tell them they're trespassing. He goes, 100%. And I was nice. like, okay. So again, arm yourself with education. Be smarter than them. Um, like, dude, I'm, I'm on this quest right now. I'm researching the general statutes for the circle slash no concealed carry, no firearm signs. Yeah, There's yep. a general yep. statute that says the sticker is supposed to be a specific way. The letters are supposed to be one inch and the stickers are supposed to be eye level. But I, the sheriff's department can't even find it for me. Really? Yeah. And I, so signs are enforceable in North Carolina, but the conspicuous law is written pretty interestingly on any point of entry, entrance and exit has to have a sign. So think about a movie theater, every, every door, not just one, every door and it can be defeated.
0: So, so include the fire exit out back of that store has to have it. Interesting. And that's probably the one that they don't think of the most, you know,
2: there isn't one person in town there. The only person that comes close to using the correct sign is the VA. And it's clear at high level, it's big letters. It's a humongous sign. Like yep, they're right. the only one, but they don't have it on any of the other doors. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's just, there's a lot in there, you know, again, the, the, understanding the laws, the self-defense laws, you, you can't go wrong with diving into them. You can't like, that's why I think, you know, we're fortunate that the state requires us to teach the laws to, to students for the concealed care permit. But yep. um, uh, I, I mean, I'm dude, I'm super confident in, uh, you know, understanding castle doctrine and, um, you know, everything that comes with that, but uh, yeah, man, security and layers, situation awareness, Cooper's color chart, like having a plan, understanding your plan is going to change, it's going to fail. That's fine. Make a new plan and continue to move forward. You know, if you make a bad decision, don't make that decision again and just keep moving forward. Um, and and again, try to ride, bring everybody along with you. Um, and then you know, it just, just it's just your family. Crazy. Yeah. You know that's the thing too, is like walking into a place. So say like, you know, we're at church. There's people that sit in the same area that we we sit at every weekend for church and I've already identified my assets. Yeah. Like I've already identified the dudes who are gonna be I'm gonna be like, Hey, look, here's what we're doing.
0: I can look at you and we're good. Yeah. yeah.
2: So um, you know, it's just find find the common ground, find the assets in you know, in the crowd, you know. And what if you're all by yourself. You know, you're like in the grocery store getting some stuff and like something happens. You see another dude in there was in the same position as you. Now, well, now you have a team, you Absolutely. know, um, now you're now you're rescuing people. And you're getting people out. So
0: there yeah. is a there is a great it was a real or a TikTok tock or, or short. I don't know. It's one of those. I know it's not a TikTok because I don't know on TikTok, but um, it was one of those little short ones. And it was one of the guys that was on um, Sopranos and he's like, you don't need an army. You just need three motherfuckers. Yeah. He's like, you give me three motherfuckers and we can, we can take over. And that's what it is. You need you need to have your crew, and, and if you're on the same page and all that. Uh, Clover, I know you had a question for Ron.
1: Yeah, I want to flip the script for a second, because yeah. what if you're what if you're out and about, and especially around where I live. I mean, there's many many areas that don't have self or service, right? So you don't have that form of communication. Now, let's mm-hmm. say you break down, you, know, you hit a deer, it's a bad wreck that you've had. You know, maybe your wife's in the car injured or a child, whatever, right? And you've got to approach a place, somebody's house, right? Like you, you're trying to seek help. Like, do you have any advice, like how best to try to navigate that where you don't look suspicious or you don't look like a threat? Um,
2: light yourself up. All right. Come in, have a flashlight pointed down on you, have your hands up. Mean like, hey, I need help, you know. And then like, pull your shirt up. Let them know like I'm, you know, I'm armed. I'm stay not. Stay away
0: armed. from the door. Stay far away yeah. where you can communicate, but don't don't approach them, right?
2: Yeah, just sit back and be like, look, you know, here's what happened, you know. Um, I and just talk to them and see what see what can happen. Uh, yeah. you know, it, it, you know, just you, you might have to be creative with something. Um, right. you know, depending on how far you have to walk or just any other depending on the weather. You know, yeah. um, you know, I grew up in New England and, you know, we always had winter came. We always put the stands, the, the sandbags in the back of, uh, you know, the car. We had the winter box with food, you know, blankets and, you know, lanterns and stuff like that. in there, And then we broke down. um, yeah. Now, again, there was no cell phones back then and there was no pay phones like, you know, every, you know, so many feet on the highway and all that. Right. Um, you know, and then living in Alaska, it's the same thing. You always had resources in your vehicle because if you broke down outside of Anchorage, you, know, you drive an hour and a half outside of Anchorage, and you're an hour and a half from your next town. Right. You br- you break down, you know, you break down. You know, it might be, it could be hours or a day before someone finds you. Right. So you need to, you need to have a plan and be prepared for that because you also – I'm sure the cell service has gotten better in Alaska, but you also don't have service when you're hitting, you don't have service until you get to that next town. Uh-huh. Yep. So just, you know, sit there. Uh, oh, it's good to have a paper map in the car of your area. Um, You know, it's good if you're going someplace new to do your eight, your area familiarization to understand, you know, alternate routes and police station and everything is like that.
0: Have a compass. Have a compass. Yeah. Know how to read a map. That's yeah. one of the things that I was always good at. Uh, I was really always good at land nav. Um, I don't know why, but I just I was I was always a point on land nav because I could I could lead I could lead my team wherever I needed to lead. I don't know why I was just naturally good at it. But that's a skill a lot of people don't understand is is land navigation. How to read a map. What to look for in a map? Know how to learn the scale of a map. It sounds so simple, but most people don't understand the scale sizing of a map. They don't realize, well, that's not that far. No, homie, that's a long ways away, or or whatever. Um, learning how to read a map and and, and being able to navigate through the topographic area that you're not familiar with, it's 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 it could save your life for sure. Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, you're good, man. dude. I'm, you know, I'm um running a summer camp. Uh, I'm running two pilot summer camps coming up. Yeah. Uh, six to twelve year olds, ten kids. It's called life skills, and one of the things we're doing in there is orienteering. They're gonna learn basic land navigation. Yeah. We're not doing a map, not doing a map. We're gonna teach them north, south, east, west, northwest, northeast.
0: You're gonna find it naturally.
2: And we're gonna and we're gonna just give them very basic land course on my friend's property. And they're going to go and they're going to have like little check marks and stuff. They're going to have to write down.
0: Little we'll scavenger hunt or you know, something. You know, yeah. Perfect.
2: And, and, um, and just to get them, just to get them, you said do some repetition, have a couple of different courses for them. Cause the plan is then the next year we get this thing up and running to where we want it to be. Then next year, the second phase of this is now they're learning a map and now nice. they're actually going to plan their own route on how to get to somewhere, you know? Um, yep. and, and so just, pulling all that in in, and and uh but um yeah man that reading a map and this is like dude this is why like i say like you know Riker can tell you how to get everywhere in this town he can tell you north south east west he can tell you you know how many traffic lights it is to this place um you know his geography his global geography well where we're at you know he he's got all 50 states he's got all the capitals he can plan routes like looking at yeah. his little puzzle map we tell him like hey we want to go i said like hey we want to go see uncle jeremy and he's like uncle jeremy's in florida he goes well we can go this way right here but if we're going this way that means that we're going to be close to like kiowa and i was yeah. like yes and you know and he goes and then you know he goes and we could stop we could stop and have uh rest get have lunch at that restaurant there. i was like yes you know so it's just like doing that terrain association with him he knows north central south america and he knows all of europe wow and we're getting ready to start africa next week um you know so his he's like understanding of the world or he calls it he has my parents got him a globe a couple years ago and he calls it his earth ball um
0: <laughs> i love it
2: yeah but That's um true. so now he and now the thing is is because of a lot of the places that we're talking about, his, his mom and I have been to a lot of these places outside yeah. of the United States. So yeah. now fascinating to him. Now he's like, tell me about it, this and the other. And then um and he will ask something, and we're like we'll go down a rabbit hole. Like, dude, we went down this rabbit hole from um uh Hiroshima and uh, Nagasaki and like dude, Who's I so? learned stuff like the uh Tinian where they the, the planes mm-hmm. took off from. And they had to build this runway, and like these planes, dude, it's crazy. because those planes, those bombs were ten thousand pounds, yep. and they had to reinforce these planes. And I'm just like, is a ten thousand pound bomb? I'm like, F 18s flying around with two of those, yeah you know. And it's
0: but back it's, in 1945. I know, it is so. You crazy. know
2: and how they built them? They had to build these underground bunkers, yeah. And they rolled the plane over, and they had to jack the things up into there, and. Um, it was just it was really fascinating. And like, he's all into that. But again, then yeah. off topic, but just ge- geographically, you got to know your surroundings, your situation awareness, your spatial awareness, Um, keeping your head up, observe, always be in receive mode. And yeah. um,
0: and don't put yourself in a position to be somewhere that could put you in jeopardy. It sounds <laughs> good, but. You don't have to put yourself in that position. You don't have to go certain places or take an alternate route if you're worried about whatever. I mean, don't put yourself in a position to have to be doing that as well.
2: <sighs> I agree.
0: Yeah. Um, Cliff, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let Ron uh, give a few minutes here. But before I do that, I want to bring you in. Uh, anything that you want to touch on um, and recap anything uh, that we've talked about? And then I want you to go ahead and let people know uh, what's going on on your channel and plug whatever you need to
1: plug. Well, that's all easy. Uh, yeah. Great conversation. Great information. So thanks, uh, Ron, for all that. It was phenomenal. And, uh, yeah, folks don't know where to find me by now. They ain't never going to find me. So I'm good.
0: <laughs> there you go. Um, Ron, like I said, thanks for coming on, bro. Um, you know, you and I can talk this stuff in, in, in forever and, and be happy about it. Uh, things are coming on and kind of spreading some of the gospel to people that may not have a home defense plan. And like I said, the hardest part of a home defense plan is developing one and understanding the variables that go into the decisions of that plan. You might have 10 different plans for 10 different situations. That's okay. You should, as a matter of fact, um, but yeah, um I want to give you a few minutes. Obviously, uh, everybody knows uh, Ron is the inventor director of training and R and D of, of Riker USA. Um let people I want you to tell people that haven't that have been under a rock and haven't watched my channel or anything for a long time, that don't know what Riker USA is. Uh the the products, you got some new stuff that have just come out. You've got some stuff coming down the line that's awesome. Uh, But also tell people where they can find you, social media and all that stuff as well.
2: You know, the other thing, real quick before we transition on
0: the the, uh,
2: plan stuff. So living in Hurricane Alley, right? Yep. There's a good chance that we're going to have to displace from our home. Sure. So Part of your plan should involve what are you going to take with you. That's right. Right. And how fast can you
0: take outside of the go bag that's our you know outside of the actual stuff in your house, right?
2: Right. How what yeah. what are you gonna need and and plan on being displaced from your home for thirty days? And what are you going to need to get you to the point where you can maintain, you know, what are you gonna you know, what are you gonna get that potentially you might have to come back and it's a yeah. higher situation? You know, what are the things that you're going to need and what can you do to secure the things that you're leaving behind in your house? These are all other things to think about natural disasters. Right. Um, And then check your insurance policy and stuff on what is covered in the event of a natural disaster and what can be replaced. Um, So I am the inventor of the Riker Grip. We are the first to market side mounted grip speed, accuracy and stability are all improved. I can actually back that up with science when we launched, our our ultimate goal was to put the controls for your lighter laser into the grip, and we did that. We announced it last September, and we started shipping them in um, January, right or, uh, right before SHOT Show. And um, So what we've done is we've come up with the Riker Control, and it gives you the... Sorry to flash out your light there. You're good. But you just sit here, and we put the controls for the lighter laser into the pad right here, so you can just uh activate it with your thumb super easy minimal movement we've added a really nice clean aggressive texture on the front and on the back strap of it and it's really added a lot of benefit to it the other thing that we've come out with is our our cable management system so these things they have tracks on the back you route your your cable through and it just clips right on the picatinny rail giving you a lot better security than you've ever had uh, from any like zip ties, rubber bands or tape, right? It's just, yeah. it's just nice and solid. Um, so the Riker control comes with a short post M-lock mount, the control and a single lead light, single lead laser option. Just got to let us know if you're a left or right-handed shooter and it comes with a control, uh, a cable management clip. The other thing you might not be able to see is in here. Yeah, you can kind of see it. Um, right in here, these are the cable managements that we have built in to each okay. side of the grip. You can kind of see it. So the cable clip, uh, your cable assemblies can actually set in there as well. And we were really just trying to um, think about the end user and just try to help you a- manage that excess cable so it doesn't, you know, remove its snag hazards. We have also redesigned our sling. I'll hold this one up because it's most. <laughs> so our new sling, is uh is lighter less material and still gives you the same resistance as um as the original sling does with the built-in retention in it so you get that unique like push pull right back into your shoulder
0: um and And i I love running a tight sling to begin with and so it was perfect for me because at this point now um, you can run it tight, which you're supposed to, but you can yep. run it tight, still get a little bit of give, and then it's going to bring it right back in with the grip and everything. The whole fight is going to bring it right back into that pocket, and 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 it puts you in that good that good position with the support that you need to. Um, it's not just your arms, or not just your shoulder, not just your elbows. It's your whole body with that yep. system. Sling and the grip supporting the weight of that rifle or whatever you're using. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you basically kind of started this because you're, you're a bionic man really with your, your shoulders and elbows and all that. And this was kind of a helping you as a gunfighter, you know?
2: Yeah. I invented for pain management. Um, you know, I I've got, I say I got rubber bands that hold my shoulders in and screws and fishing line in each elbow. And then after I retired and I went to work for the government, um, all the shooting we did, I just found my support arm was painfully going numb on me, and I, came, I had a me problem. I came up with a solution, and then now I have a company. Um, along the way, we brought in a couple of doctors to help us with this, a doctor of biomechanics and ergonomics, and said basically this is, this is how we should be shooting a gun. So instead of reaching across with a broom handle or a thumb over bore, putting your, off side, <laughs> putting your hand out to the side, putting your hand out to the side. You're still it now in the same exact position as when I shoot pistol. So rifle, pistol, shotgun are in the same plane. Instead of shooting rifle like this, pistol like this, and shotgun like this, I can now shoot everything exactly the same. That inherently Absolutely. is going to make you faster. Um, speed and accuracy. It's a more natural. It's a more natural body position. And um, yeah, you know, we're we're, we're yeah, pretty. I've
0: been, the, I've been running the grip now for I don't know since what 2019 2020 somewhere okay. in there. um you know so three four years i've had uh the gen one sling which i love uh just got the the new control grip and the gen 2 sling uh recently and and all of that guys i'm not saying it's because he's my friend i'm not saying this because he's a marine whatever you guys know that we've watched my stuff it works it truly does work. Um, I've literally seen last year at the gathering, uh, we were hanging out in your in your bay, and people that had never used it before, who were a little skeptical, to be honest with you, when they first showed up to the bay, ran it, shot it, and were like, oh, my God. It's one of those things where they have <laughs> the oh, my God moment. <coughs> the, the, the aha moment. How the hell did this, you know – um, now Kyle, he, 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 you know, he, and I know this about him. He's, he's, a, he's a broomstick guy. I get that. Uh, I am not a broomstick guy. I never was, never have been. Um, I'm, if, if I'm going to run anything besides that, I'm going to run like an angle foregrip or something, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to run a broomstick. Kyle's a broomstick guy. <laughs> We need to get you into a uh, Riker, and I promise you, you will you will enjoy it. Um, but yeah, RikerUSA.com. You're gonna have uh, the slings, the grips, uh, some cool ass swag. Um, yeah. You, you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, yeah
2: buddy. To another again, veteran-owned uh, Marine Army team invented this. This is the Valiant Dynamics Evolver buttstock. If anybody is watching is in Michigan. Head out to the MTOA uh, this week. They're there, and they all, they sell our stuff. We sell their stuff. It's a great compliment. but you have this aggressive butt pad in the back with this lip on it, so you could adjust it to hook into your body armor, hook into your armpit, whatever you your want.
0: Wherever you want it, yeah.
2: It's it's Now, we do recommend the Riker Sling behind the Riker grip and behind the pistol grip. Now, mm-hmm. if you don't like running your sling that way, they do have a... Um, where is it? They have a QD mount right here yeah. and then you can go old school and weave it through uh, through the slot right here. A yeah. lot of thought went into this. I'll tell you, I've, I've been running this thing for two years, almost a year and a half. Yeah, year, year and a half. Um, I love this thing. I bought it. I reached out to him and I was like, Dude, this thing's incredible. Uh, the, just your target acquisition is awesome and it works on the shotguns. It works on, um, on the AR platforms. It is it is a stock. It is not a brace, and you can get it out for mill spec or uh, fixed positions. So, yeah. um, and it comes in um, uh, black, OD, FDE, and wolf gray.
0: And um, I'm gonna put your website out right now. Valiant Dynamics. Uh, boom! There you go. Go check that out. So uh, here's no, the- this is got mine. I, I I cannot wait. I saw this at Nram on on yours and I was like, What the hell? And I I can't wait. There you go. So here's
2: here's another option with the Riker control. And it's like, well what if I want to run, you know, what if I so I'm I'm activating my laser, but what if I want to run my light? Well use if you're running an inforce, you can just slide your thumb right on over. So I could be on I could be on laser to come off laser and go right onto my light that way and it's just still Super clean, super low, and the Enforce light with this high-rise uh, Blackwater um, optic, it does not it, impede your field of view. Yeah.
0: But, um, uh, I'll go, yeah. Mike, this is AR platform is a way to go for adding accessories. You can add accessories to a lot. Now, I will tell you this. The AR platform is the most modular platform and the easiest to add accessories. Um if you get creative, you can you can add accessories to a lot of stuff. And you got to get creative. But out of the box, the AR platform, especially today with the handguard they got now, um, it is definitely the most modular and easiest to accessorize. Um, now the record grip can work on shotguns. It can work on AKs as long as you have what a, a one inch Picatinny, really two or three slots at the most. You know.
2: You need a minimum three inch piece of pick rail for uh to be able to fit the 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 pick mount the traditional pick mount. Pick mount. mount yeah,
0: the pick mount. Yeah. yeah.
2: But uh, for did you just need two two mlock slots for the the yeah, short? Two
0: m-lock, M-Lock slots. Yeah. Now, are you are you are you an m-lock guy? Because I I love m Um, I am. I am. I've got a
2: couple. I've got a couple of my demo training rifles that are key mod. Um, yeah. but everything else is just going, is, is lock. It just, it makes sense. Um, yeah. and that's where the industry is driving anyway. Um, clover, the-
0: clover, are you M key mod? What do you, what, what are you, uh, are you, are are you a quad rail guy? Nothing wrong with that.
1: You know, I, um, I'm, I've only recently started to get into M lock. Most of my yeah. stuff is is unfortunately, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Quad, yeah, or just you pick rail.
0: There's basically. nothing wrong with quad rails. I mean, you know, but it, it, it's it's it was, at the time it was the best option or the best thing at the time. You know, yeah. Sure. Anything
1: anything basically newer enough. is either either M lock. You know what I mean? It's going to be M lock for yeah. anything newer. Now the older stuff, some of it. Uh, it's just added pick rail, you know what I mean? Sure. It's not even yeah. necessarily quad rail.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kyle, I, you know he, he's an old soul. He's his quad rail all day. As long you as know? they have
1: ladders or something on them, they're like I'm. It's
0: or you okay. got gloves. I hope you have gloves if you're going to run a quad rail all the time. That would chew your hands or, up. If, yeah.
1: if you put ladders on them, it's all good. You
0: know. Yeah, I'm just I'm you if you if you put ladders or or gloves, but right. if you just run a quad rail on a quad rail, that's fun. That's <laughs> fun. Um, rikerusa.com. You can find him at rikerusa on all the social medias. He's got a Facebook. Uh, he's got Instagram. He's got Where? YouTube channel at rikerusa, right?
2: Yeah, rikerusa is our YouTube. We got a lot of videos out there. We got. We've got uh, like the why instructional videos about stuff. Yep. We got some training videos on there, and we got a bunch of other videos of stuff that we've done, other types of training, and uh, some lifestyle stuff on there as well.
0: Now, if someone wants to get a hold of you for some training, uh, can they get to your training through the your Riker USA website?
2: You could. You can email me at Ron H O L M E S at RikerUSA.com or you can just go to the support at Riker USA and say, I'm interested in training, or you can DM me on Instagram at uh, Riker USA or instructor one.
0: Spelled well, I didn't out. know if oh, you wanted me to give the instructor one. At yeah. I oh, yeah. Sure the one O N E is not the number one. It's, uh, is, is that a, uh, well, I know, I know the reason why you're calling instructor one. Uh. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, instructor one, all spelled out, one word over on Instagram. Instructor one, um, and he will travel. If you've got a group that wants to do some training events and all that, uh, schedule permitting and all of that, he is willing to uh, to travel to do classes. So if you've got a group that's looking for something, um, yeah, get a hold of Ron for sure. Um, you have anything else you want to bring up or plug or anything, Ron?
2: You know, um,
0: I, I know you got to go to bed here because you're an old ass man, you know.
2: Yeah. And, and my my iPad's getting ready to die. I got nine <laughs> um, uh, percent. The you know, like I said, have a plan. Right. Um, yes. If you have your family members, you need to bring you, you need to strengthen your team. Uh, you need to create assets out of liabilities. And when you're talking with uh, people who aren't fortunate to have, you know, come from a background like we have. Um, You need to, you know, the rising tide raises all ships and yep. you need to you need to create victims out. You, uh, you need to create victors out of the victim mentality, which is what our school system is, is feeding kids now. And all of these things is, you know, um, stay in the fight. You're never out of the fight. You have to stay in the fight and continue to move forward and, and be the asset, be the difference. You know, when, and what they say in the Bible, man, here I am, send me. And, um, it's, it's everything that I'm doing my wife and I are doing as we raise my son, um, it's kind of what friends and family have led me to create this summer camp that we're doing. And my concept with this summer camp is to, to the problem is we've failed our children. We have failed our communities. We have failed as veterans. We have failed as as leaders of industry and of home. And the problem is that we have allowed the government to take control of the family unit and take God out of school and 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 now make being a patriot and American flag a symbol of like hate and tyranny. And um, that's not that 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 can't happen. It has to stop. And how are we going to do it? Well, how I'm going to do it is I'm going to impact my community and I'm going to impact the country through these summer camps. I'm going to correct the course. The kids are going to start every day with a pledge of allegiance, a prayer, daily seven, you know, some body weight fitness, some head to head challenges, and they're going to be doing tasks. They're going to learn how to use a seatbelt cutter, change tires, go fishing, sailing, talk to the Coast Guard, go to the 911 call center, shoot a bow, hang out with the ERT guys. Like it's going to be a pretty sick week um
0: people are interested to get their kids involved in this where can they find information on that just reach out to you thing.
2: yeah just reach out to me but that's so getting off on that tangent on that is is you know i'm 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 an old dad and i love it i'm 51 yeah. with a 6 year old i'm i'm extremely fortunate my wife works from home and i'm pretty much a retired stay-at-home dad i get to spend almost every single day with my son and yeah knowing the difficulty that we went through to create a life with everything that I had going on in my body um <clears throat> we value it and it's not without its challenges but it's amazing and I want to do everything I can you know to prepare him the best that I can uh, you know to go forward to be the difference to be to be that warrior. And when I say warrior, I don't mean like a gunslinger. I mean, sure. that person who has the moral courage to stand up and be like, that is not right. You know, we this is how we have to do it. This is why, this is our constitution. This is, a, you know, one nation under God. Like this is where we have to go. And that's like, that's where I'm, I'm going with that. So um, that continuing to grow Riker USA, we've got a bunch of projects. We have a project we're working on with the Army Research Laboratory. And that's really, I, I can leave that right there. I'm not going to talk <laughs> about that one yet. Um, and we got some other things, um, uh, you know, that are that are coming up um, that we're working on. And we're, um, we're, you're probably going to see us if you're with Guns America. You'll see us on there. We're doing a lot of stuff with Guns America now. We've got this awesome three day co branding train coming up. So if anybody wants to sponsor. Uh, and come partake in the three days training, uh, the 9th through the 11th of June, right out here, right outside of Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, Contact me and I'll get you all the information. It is going to be probably the funnest three days you you could have with with live fire. Uh, We're doing shotguns. We're doing training rifles. We're doing Mantis X. We're doing vehicle work, medical work, subterranean training at Osprey Global Solutions um, Council, North Carolina. Um, we got a whole bunch of stuff that we're doing and we're going to be, it's a co-branding event. So like when you see Mitchell defense rifles being used, they're going to have the Riker stuff on them, the Blackwater optic, the Valiant Dynamics, buttstock, the tracer tactical chest rig, right? Like all these things. So if there's somebody that's out there that's interested in that, hit me up sooner rather than later. Um, yeah. and, um, you know, we'll, 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 you know, we'll get you the info, but, um, not nah, really, man. Have a plan, make a new plan, continue to move forward. And then my, you know, I always if say
0: tap that plan, uh, that plan's ever evolving. You know, it's not, a, it's not a concrete plan, you know?
2: Yep. Yep. And you know, I always say, man, train safe, train smart, train with a purpose, be the difference and be a good human.
0: I love that. That's a great way to close it out. Um, Clover, don't fuck it up. But do you have anything <laughs> else you want to close or? <laughs> nah. Okay, good 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 answer. Good answer. <laughs> cause you were fucked if you fucked this one cause That was a great way to close. <laughs> All right. Thanks guys so much for watching. If you're out there watching live, thank you guys. It was a great conversation. Um, you can learn a lot. You can learn a lot. Simplify there, Kyle. Absolutely. Um, if you're watching this or you're listening in podcast form, which that's where most of it happens is, especially in podcast form, the conversation doesn't have to end. If you have any comments, you have any questions for myself or Ron or Clover, utilize the comment section. Um, and while you're wherever you are, Spotify, Apple, iHeart, wherever the hell you're listening to this podcast from. Give us a follow. Go ahead and leave us a nice ranking and, and, and leave us some feedback, and that helps the algorithm as well on the podcast form. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Ron, brother, thank you for coming on. It's always great to hang out and talk. Um, we only get to see each other a couple times a year, but it's always fun. It was great seeing you in India. I can't wait to see you soon. Uh, Clover, thanks for coming on, as always, my friend. Everybody out there, great conversation. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Semper Fi thank you guys so much for watching and listening to the Armed Citizen Podcast if you're interested in all of our videos reviews and other podcasts we're a part of check out our website ghosttactical.us you can also find our swag shop, our gear report tab and all of our promo and discount codes in our blog section we'd like to thank everyone on Patreon and our YouTube members for supporting all of our projects you guys keep the lights on and keep us going from day to day make sure you get out to the range, be more proficient with your Firearms, take someone new to the range and make them an ally instead of
1: an enemy. Until next time, Simplify.